All right, so hey, everybody. we are live. Welcome, everybody. Show me the money club. We are here with Pedro DoorDash Santiago. It's Santiago Senor, for anybody who uh, who knows that, <laughs> that reference. He, he did not. You gentlemen sent me. <laughs> All right, yeah, we're going to be, uh, we got a pretty good packed show today. Quite a few different things going on. Uh, you know, it's 4th of July weekend coming up, so we're going to be talking about that. We're going to be talking about Boost Plus. We're going to be talking about where the Uber's losing money. Obviously, the big thing, Pager's coming on. We're going to be talking about the gig conference. We're going to be talking about uh, rideshare versus food delivery, uh, where things are going, what he's seeing when it comes to the food delivery, because both Sergio and I are mostly rideshare. Every once in a while, there might be something else, um, although I do also do Spark. Uh, so Spark is just basically for me delivery, so... Um, that's easy because it's just pick up, drop off, good to go. Um, we're going to be talking about some driver safety because there's been a lot of things that have been happening lately. Uh, we're going to be starting, though, with our dash cam giveaway. And my God, we had some really, really close when it came to, to the first and second winner. Uh, it was, what, 0.11% difference? Yeah, some um, ridiculous decimal, bro. I mean, yep. I'm like, wow. <laughs> wow. All right, that's so crazy. we're going to get... Yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna start off with that, and then we're gonna get right into to Pedro. So thank you, Pedro, first for coming on, uh, hanging out, having a good time. Um, welcome everybody watching already. Anybody on the replay? Uh, again, live Tuesdays. We do this uh, 6 p.m. Uh, Eastern Standard Time, 3 p.m. Pacific uh, Tuesdays. We will not be live next week just because of the 5th and uh, the 4th of July and everything going on. But we're going to go right into the 12th. Uh, back and that's going to be a big one because we're going to be doing our town hall so uh, let's start with uh talking about the town hall All so right. for, those, for those who don't know if you want to actually uh talk about this sergio real quick sure so you know when we first started the show me the money club um i wanted actually to do this more than anything but uh, the first eight weeks we kind of winged it not knowing if it's going to continue but the reception has been so good that we're going to continue uh, for a while doing these live streams. So I I thought, okay, well, it's time for a town hall because honestly, I've been an Uber and Lyft uh, on the platforms for six years, going to seven. I don't think I've ever been in one. You know, I would have said my piece or I've actually applied a few times on the driver's advisory council or Uber crew, you know, this new thing that they have going. They don't pick me. I don't know why. Do, I mean, why? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm a nice dude. What's the big deal? Just put me in there. Let's create some havoc, for God's sakes. Uh, anyway, so, um, but since they're not doing it, we're going to do it, right? So we're looking for, the first one is going to be July 12th, large city market. So we're looking for New York drivers. I saw one on the comments. Please email me. Um, so we're looking New York, San Francisco, LA, Boston. Uh, let's go DC, Atlanta, any of these Uber's major markets, right? So first one on the 12th is going to be on that. And on the 19th, the following week, we're going to do one for the small markets for the fact that I get a whole bunch of pushback and hate mail saying, yeah, you don't know shit because you drive in L.A., you're lucky, you're this, you're that, you make 40 bucks an hour. I'm like, yeah, bro, I don't know. That's where I'm at. It's not my fault I'm in L.A. So we want to hear from the small markets. Let's say, you know, Eugene, Oregon, um, San Antonio, you know, uh, some couple of cities, maybe in Colorado. Uh, South Carolina, smaller cities where people literally may have to drive like 15 minutes or 10 miles to pick somebody up, which we don't have that problem in LA. And how their earnings are looking, what the current situation is, what the future looks like. So 
the big cities is July 12th, small city July 19th. We're looking for drivers. My email is right at the bottom of the screenshot right there. Please, please, please email me. We want to have these on with as many drivers as possible. Actually, up to 10 we can have, but we're trying to do it with five to eight. Um, mm -hmm. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about your frustrations. Let's talk about your victories. Let's talk about where the gig economy is, where it's going. And, um, you know, we will even have beers. I'm, I'm actually going to have beers on the, on the town hall. No, I asked I asked Terry. He says, that's fine. You can do whatever you want. Yeah. I'm like, hey, um, just well, pop, pop well, one, up a few One thing, too, to note uh, that's big here is you don't have to be on camera. I know some people are camera shy. It's oh, not yeah. something you have to be on camera. Uh, we prefer that just so we can, you know, 90% of, uh, you know, communication is through nonverbal. Uh, so we do prefer people to be on, but you don't have to. So if you want to get on, you want to talk, uh, vent, if you want to, you know, share, critique, whatever it might be. Uh, again, you don't have to be on camera. Um, so if you're worried about anything, backlash or whatever it might be, um, you don't have to be on camera. And then, uh, again, though, we do prefer it. Yep, we do. But um, if you don't want to, I fully understand. Although, look, Uber knows everything about you or Lyft. I mean, what's the big deal? They see your face. <laughs> they have, bro, they have your face. They take your picture every other day and a half. Oh, verify yeah. if it's you or not. I mean, honestly, I don't think it makes, it makes any difference. If anybody was going to get deactivated, it would be myself sitting right here after all the shit I talked to him. So I'm like, hey, <laughs> no, no, no big deal, bro. It's like, but, you know, I really, really want to do this, okay? Uh, maybe every couple of months do it, get the flavor of the country, as opposed to sitting in LA and bullshitting 40, 50 bucks an hour. It's not mm -hmm. bullshit. I'm making the money, but yep. what are you guys doing out there, right? So that's the important thing. So there you go. All right. So yeah, anybody who's interested, please email Sergio. Let him know. Let him know your market and um, it, yeah, any any other pertinent information like what apps you're on, things like that. Um, so that is that. Now let's go to the giveaway that we just had that we announced for last week, and this was this was crazy. So um, yeah, what wow. basically it was just a recap: June thirteenth through thirteenth uh, through the twentieth, basically it was the earnings to tip ratio so what your percentage of tips was for your earnings um so the best percentage won and uh you know some amazing drivers out there for sure um the first and second place was only 0.11 percent difference we're going to wow. show you the breakdown in just a little bit but yeah so you guys are getting some good tips out there that is awesome um the winner is announced going to be uh i'm sorry the winner is going to be emailed after the show uh, if you are watching currently right now, uh, you can email Sergio. We know who it is. So anybody else uh, who thinks that they're going to get slick, sorry, we already have the email address of the person who won. Uh, so, yes, you have 24 hours, though, to claim your prize. So we can ship oh, it to yeah. you, just basically your address and saying, yes, we, you want it. Um, and then if you don't claim within 24 hours of right now, and that is 6.09 p.m. Eastern Standard oh, Time, 3.09 oh p.m. Pacific, if you <laughs> don't, <laughs> yeah, exactly. If you don't in 24 hours from today at this exact moment, uh, get back to us. We are going to void your win and we are going to give the second place winner um, the same opportunity for that 24 hours until somebody does claim it. No uh, soup for so, you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No soup for you. Now, <laughs> but wait a minute. You know, you know, I had to I had to uh, go to the decimals to figure out who the winner was because initially I had just a percentage, right? So three yep. people hit the round number. I'm like, oh, my God, this is bad. <laughs> so then I go one decimal, another decimal. I go, okay, we got a winner. So I'm like, 
Yes. So that was awesome. So good, good job, everybody out there who submitted. Um, and also, we are going to announce another next next base dash cam giveaway. We have one more to give away. Uh, so we have that, uh, which is going to be a pretty cool uh, little thing, especially for what's coming up. So um, drum roll, please, I guess. No, we'll, we'll just go right to it. So right here, as you can see, this is the full breakdown. So Andy N is our winner. Congratulations, Andy, uh, for winning. You had 29.94 percentage when it came from tip to earnings ratio, which is awesome. So That's congratulations. That's crazy right here. Let me tell you, people. It is. I, it is high. If yeah. mine if mine hits 10%, I'm like, yeah, yeah it's good week. This guy, 30%. I'm like, I don't know what the heck you're doing, bro. I hope you're not giving foot massages and shit like that. But... <laughs> But this is this is crazy, okay? Let me tell you, thirty percent, holy crap! And the guy drives, by the way. I mean, there's no bullshit. He probably did like 60, 70 rides that week. So I'm mm -hmm. like, congrats. And then right underneath it, Roxy had twenty nine point eight three percent. So that's our second place. Third place is twenty eight point three five, twenty eight point one two. So you see, it's all real close to each other, uh, which is awesome. So congratulations, Andy, on winning. Oh yeah. Uh, again. Um, Email is going to be sent to you after the show, unless you're watching now. If you are, then email Sergio right now. Again, 24 hours. Um, and then we have something, another giveaway, like I said. Uh, we're going to do that at the end of the show. So it's going to keep you guys watching. Uh, but yeah, that's basically, uh, we got something fun coming for you guys uh, after that. But uh, with that out of the way, let's get right. into uh, having our guest on. Pedro, welcome. What's up, young man? What's up, Pedro? <laughs> All right. So, so that that was I gotta say that 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 dash cam giveaway is cool, but man, yeah, twenty nine percent. When I go back to my ride share, I was probably maybe maybe twenty two out of ten. Some days you get you know good tips, and then there are days you do 10, 11 rides, and you get nobody that tips you, you know. But you can still make good money. But yeah, that's that's a great percentage. Okay, bear <laughs> close. Hold on one second. There is a conspiracy going on now. Did you verify that it was from rights, bro? The guy did send me his screenshot, weekly screenshot. Six hundred and eighty dollars on, I think, seventy some trips. It wasn't one long trip with one big tip. So trust me, verified. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, cause it was done because it was earning screenshots that were sent. Yeah. So, yeah. um, the the only requirement was to have an earning screenshot showing your your tip percentage, what you earned versus tips. So even if you did right. one ride. Um, yeah, hold on one second. Hold on one second. So you know the thing. <laughs> the next one we have to be more careful with the way we're selecting. <laughs> Right? We ha yeah, we have because the next one. We already have that. So this was like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So let's get to Pedro, man. Pedro, honestly, I watch every single one of your videos. Pretty oh, much. Wow. Really. Thank, no, thank really, you. I do. I do. Yeah, because I think your street level, just like, you know, I try to drive and do my articles and do whatever I'm doing, because until you do it, you, you can talk all the bullshit on the planet. It's not going to yep. fly. Not in my face. Anyway, yep. I'm a six year veteran. I know you're, you know, less than that. Yeah. And today's video especially was like really, really, really well done. Just for the fact that you said all the apps are the same. They're looking out for themselves. We're, we have to look out for ourselves and stop bitching and moaning. Get out there and go get the money. If it's there, show me the money. If it's Absolutely. not there, if it's not there, don't do it. So let's, let's you know, talk to us a little bit about that video and and why, you know, I, I consider you as real, real um, driver out there that, talks it the way it is like no bullshit right call it the yeah. way you see it i mean yeah. there isn't there's yeah. no there's no harm in that so go for it 
Yeah, I appreciate that, Sergio, because I got a lot of videos, man. I make yeah. it's ridiculous, right? So, uh, but yeah, I think, you know, for me, I am street level, man. I'm still, doing, you know, January 2022, I started doing this full time, right? I started my first ride share January, February 2021. But so it's been about a year and a half full time and I'm out here. You know, I'm still doing four and a half days a week right now, yeah. making content. But like, so I get it. You know, I've done ride share. I've done food delivery. I do three apps right now. And for me, I used to get really emotional or mad at the apps. Like, wow, why am I seeing $2? Why did I get a contract violation? They said I didn't deliver the food, but I did. Why is this ride share? Why is Uber telling me I got to accept more trips just to see full up for information? Like, you know, you get mad because it's ridiculous, right? But once I, you know, maybe six months ago, I started thinking, you know what? I need to like just control what I can control and not get as worried about it because I have a plan, right? And I preach on my channel and some don't like it, but it is what it is, right? Because it works for me. You have to use these apps as a stepping stone to something else. And that's personal for everybody. It could, your stepping stone's different. Your plans are different. How much you work's different. Whether you're full-time, you're part-time, it's all a personal decision, right? Somebody might make 100 bucks a day, and that's fantastic. Other people, they make 100 bucks, they're like, oh, my God, it's the worst day ever, right? So it's all personal, right? But for me, once I stopped caring quite as much, I've actually been able to focus on the real important things that I got going on that I really want to do and still use the apps because I, I still think, you know, they're a fantastic way to make money. For some of us, it's full time. Depending on your market, it can be sustainable. For others, it could be part time to pay off debt, to pay off a bill, to do this, to do that, to pay off a trip, whatever it is. It's a personal choice. Right. But for me, once I stopped caring as much, you know, I still care, mm -hmm. but not as much and figured, you know what, I got to control what I can control it's kind of been a game changer for me and just my balance. And, and I'm still making good money now, even if it's slow, I can still make good money. You gotta, you gotta go find what I say is you gotta find what people are willing to pay you to do in your market. And in some markets, maybe for Sergio and his market, it's clearly rideshare. He can do great with rideshare, but in my market, it might not be that it might be Instacart. It might be DoorDash one day, Uber one day, follow the money, show me the money, you know, whatever you want to say it. But, you you can control. I think we as drivers and independent contractors can control a lot more than we give ourselves credit for. So that video was kind of about that. Yeah. So um, one quick question. Oh, two questions. You said independent contractor, right? Mm -hmm. Do you really believe we're independent contractors? One and two, two. You said, you know, go out and make 100 bucks a day. You know, we had this conversation previously. And a lot of drivers, right, go out with the dollar in mind. Like, I have a goal of 100 bucks, and the apps actually push that towards that, you know, goal anyway. Even on the Lyft app, you can set, like, your weekly goal, daily goal. Did you hit it? So a lot of drivers go out there without thinking of profitability, which I do only. That's the only mm -hmm. thing I think about. I don't care about the passenger waiting in the cold or whatever. I'm trying to make the most amount and the least amount of time. I've said this a million times. I don't care if it's Uber, Lyft, DoorDash, whatever, whatever it is. But most drivers go out with that dollar in mind, like 100 bucks, whatever it takes me, I have to make that to pay this bill to do this. So first, are we do you really think we're true ICs or we're being handled like ICs? And secondly, do you go out with dollar in mind or do you just go out trying to make the most in the least amount of time? Good question. Uh, I'll answer the second one first. I used to go out and say 200 bucks. That was my goal, yep. right? Okay. Lately, it's changed because I don't, I'm not out as much. I don't give as much time per day to the gig apps as I used okay. to. But before I could like, without even breaking a sweat, make 200 bucks easy, right? Yep. Not a problem. Six to seven hours of my market, 200 bucks, boom. And I used to give myself that monetary amount because I 
what I also knew was, okay, to make that 200, I knew about how many hours, uh, about how much mm -hmm. time I was going to give, but then my mileage, because my mileage equals my profitability, because that's an expense for gas, right? So I knew like, okay, if I want to make 200, I want to drive about 90 miles, maybe 100 miles. You know, it, it, it would vary. Some days I can do it and only drive 70 miles. So yeah, profitability is more important than the end game because you could actually have a day where you're making 200, but if you're not as profitable and smart about it, it's actually better to maybe make 150 bucks in less time, less miles, because the numbers right. could be about the same as far as profitability. Right. But I used to do 200 right now. That's a little bit less only because I'm focusing on some other things and figuring out other ways to make money. Um, but to answer your first question, I don't know. I'm not as smart and up to date with the IC or are we misclassified subcontractors? I've talked about this. So, you know, from a tax standpoint, you know, the government looks at us as 1099 independent contractors. Right. Mm -hmm. But I think I think we're somewhere in the middle. I think the pandemic yeah. really skyrocketed more people shifting to this type of work. Mm -hmm. And the companies took advantage of that because they realized there was a workforce that they could have push their product out and deliver things to their customers without having to really pay benefits and pay this and pay that and the labor costs and all that. So it's it's weird. I don't sometimes I don't know where we are. I say independent contractor because that's what we all throw around mostly mm -hmm. and that's what we classify ourselves. But I think it's this mix of something really strange right now. And I think that's why we see a lot of states, whether it's California, uh, Pennsylvania, uh, legislation coming in Illinois or other places to where they're trying to push this new way of what we're called and how we're taxed or not taxed and what benefits we get. So it's, it's strange. You know, I, you know, it, it, I call myself independent contractor because my mentality is I'm independent and I can take what I want. I can unassign if I want, I could, if, it, if, if somebody shows up and I'm doing a ride share and they got a baby and they don't have a car seat, I could cancel it. So I feel a lot of power with that. So I feel there's independency there, but there's a lot of other things that happen behind the scenes that it's, tells me that we're not independent contractors. If that makes sense. Okay. No, it makes sense. It makes quite a bit of sense. I mean, mm -hmm. I think, you know, independent contractor, I think we're misclassified when it comes to ride share anyway. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, you know, not knowing the destination, not knowing the job, not knowing what you're truly going to get paid not being able to raise prices because of gas or whatever you want to call it. I, I think, I, I think it, to me, in my mind, makes it pretty clear, but you made a good point about why you think you, you consider yourself an IC. So yeah. thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. All right. What's up next, Chris? Yeah. Um, so, I mean, if you want to just uh, share your story a little bit, you said you started with rideshare, you went to food delivery yeah. mostly because in your market, that's what you noticed was uh, going on where you're chasing the money yeah. towards showing the money in that. Yeah. Um, so what would be, what would you say that you're seeing currently uh, when it comes to, I know you talked about it on this channel, you're talking about it on yours, uh, what you're seeing currently though, uh, where you think it's going to go, especially with, uh, you know, an ongoing economic situation. A lot of people are calling it recession, could be already in it, but nobody yeah. wants to admit it. So um, if that's the case, what do you see um, happening for food delivery, what do you see happening for the gig economy? And then also, um, if there was no economic issues, do you still see the same outlook when it comes to uh, just the future of the gig economy, uh, food delivery, last mile, um, you know, shopping, all that good stuff? Yeah, I mean, that's the million dollar question, right? I think we all want to know it because we're in it, right? And, and we worry sometimes about what's the future hold for us and it's not guarantees. And so for me, you know, I started with rideshare because I was a rideshare passenger 
and I loved Uber. I loved the, 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 the efficiency, the quickness. It wasn't, it didn't cost a lot sometimes to get to certain places. And now it costs more obviously, but you know, so I saw, okay, well, I got to pay some bills and a trip I want to pay for. So let me get into rideshare. And I loved it. I'm a people person. I love meeting new people. The, the best thing about Uber rideshare minus the money is the connections you can make. You meet a lot of fantastic people from all over the world. Love that. Right. Um, but I shifted to food delivery because, you know, the pandemic was happening. Not as many people were going to work or traveling. So I made most of my money in my St. Louis market airport runs, taking people to work, picking them up from work. So when the pandemic was going down, you know, that people weren't going out as much. So the money wasn't there. But the food delivery was clearly because people were at home. Right. So I, I shifted to food delivery in my market and realized, wow, the money's really good. Right. Uh -huh. Um, and then I went back to ride share here and there. I'd pop it on if it was a great promo, but mostly right now in my market, I do the food delivery apps because it's just, it, it's less miles for me, right? Because sometimes with the Uber, it takes you all over the place and you could be 45 minutes out away from your home and maybe you get a trip back. Maybe you don't. So there's more gambling involved in my market with ride share because it's going to take you everywhere and the mileage could be high. So for me, my profitability was in lower. So, yeah, I can make 200 bucks with rideshare, um, but the profits aren't there because I'm probably driving 50 more miles to make that 200. So that's right. actually costing me money. But then also, you know, the rideshare, Sergio, and you guys know, right, it's a little more dangerous, more liabilities, more things can happen. You got people in your car versus a McDonald's bag. Things can go sideways. I've been put in some crazy situations where they could have went sideways real quick. You're picking up drunk people middle of the night, like. So there's more, you just have to worry about more. And for me, it was like, hey, right, you know, the delivery is a little easier, right? The worst thing that can happen is you get a grumpy customer or you got to wait long for food. The worst thing that could possibly happen with rideshare is more dangerous, right? Yeah. So for me, that's why I kind of shifted my focus to where I was trying to make my money. Um, I think the future, it, you know, with all this automation and things like that, you know, that's already affecting some markets for rideshare and food delivery. I think we're still really far away from a lot of things being able to be delivered or people being picked up where like our jobs are taken. I think we're still really far away from that, in my opinion. So I'm not worried necessarily about that. But I feel like with rideshare, um, people in my market, at least, are still doing things. So it's always market dependent, but they're still doing stuff. Like I know right now, if I turn my rideshare on, I'd get a ping. It'd probably take me 30 seconds, right? If it's good, is it bad? I don't know. But the demand is still there. But the food delivery, I've definitely seen in the last month with inflation and other things and the summer slowdown. And, you know, that's common. The deliveries aren't there as much. The rideshare opportunities are, though, because I do turn around every once in a while. And as soon as I turn around, it is almost instant. Right. Yeah. Um, so I think the future for rideshare can still be pretty strong, market dependent, because I think people still need to get places. And sometimes some people, they might have a car because gas is the way it is or traffic. They don't, they don't even want to drive their own vehicle. So they say, I'll just spend 20 bucks on a rideshare, which who knows if that's smart, but some people do that as well. So um, for me, I think we can still make money in this gig economy, whether it's rideshare or delivery, but you really have to be smart. I think most drivers that get into this don't crunch their numbers enough. I think they're just driving to drive to drive. Oh, I made 200 bucks a day. Uh -huh. They're not, they're not mm -hmm. realizing you didn't pay taxes. You didn't. What's your fuel cost? Yeah, you didn't make 200. Exactly. You didn't make 200. Right. So we get caught up in that number. Right. Yeah. Sergio and Chris. But, uh -huh. you know, I think a majority of drivers actually don't really they're not crunching the numbers. 
I know when I started, I didn't. It took me yeah. a couple months. It took me a couple months to figure out. Okay, hold up. What am I really making here? I need to know that, right? So I think there's money to be made for the people that are smart about it and know how to run it like a business and are analytical. Um, but I think a lot of people come into this. They do it very short term. They do it just to pay some bills real quick, or maybe they just got fired and they're not worried about the, the profitability because they just got to make pay rent and put food on the table and pay their phone bill. But um, I think there's still going to be money to be made here for people that are forward thinking and are working towards something else. Um, yeah. I do think it can still be sustainable for a while. So. so what, you know, while we're talking about that, um, I don't know how your market is, but um, I know last two months or so in LA, things have changed quite a bit. And two months ago, I don't know, 16, 17, maybe up to 18 hours of the 24th city was blood red. I mean, there was surge everywhere, any time of the day, pretty much, except, you know, the usual 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. for ride share. Um, but the rest of the time, blood red, you know, stuff is beautiful. Schools closed. All the LAUSD teachers, you know, went toward the soccer mm -hmm. moms, went to ride share for a short period, you know, whatever, for the summer, for whatever reason, right? I'm seeing this um oversaturated marketplace again now oversaturation for uber means something different than oversaturation for the driver uber's utilization rate versus our utilization rate are completely conflicting each other by the way so what's good for uber is not good for the rideshare drivers because if there's 100 cars in a neighborhood you know 40 are on trips 60 on idle because pax eta have to be lowered as much as possible that's perfect for uber but it kills the surge there's not enough surge and mm -hmm. that's what we're making these days extra anyway, because they're cutting the quests. But long story short, um, do you see an oversaturated marketplace in your market when it comes to delivery? And do you um, also, you know, you touched on why people, you know, get laid off and do something for a short period. They don't pay attention to it. Um, do you, why do you think there is such a high turnover rate other than, I mean, not everybody is doing rideshare for, mm -hmm. um, you know, just just to do it. I mean, obviously, it's a risky thing to do, but they're doing it. And there are still 3 million rideshare drivers in the US just rideshare between Uber and Lyft. And everybody complains, but there's still 3 million people out there. They're doing it. They must be doing it for some reason. That's right? a lot of people. Yeah. Do That's you think a lot of people. Do you think it's 3 million active that actually work the app, you know, once or twice a week? Or do you think it's just 3 million accounts? Do you know if there's a no, not no 3 million? There's way more than 3 million accounts. There's okay. a lot of dormant okay. accounts that active drivers who do active. at okay. least one ride a month. And uh, and there is close to 120 million uh, passengers, you know, I mean, market's massive. But, yeah. you know, going back to those questions, two, two questions. Why do you think people do it? And and then well, the turnover rate, obviously, of 70, 80 percent and oversaturation in the delivery market in your market or mm -hmm. whatever you're seeing out there, because I'm yeah. seeing it on the ride share side in L.A. for sure last two months. Yeah, I definitely. um without having any analytical data or knowing exactly how many drivers are out there, I definitely been seeing my DoorDash app go off a lot less in the last couple of months, right? It used to, and there are days where it goes off crazy, but it used to, in my market of St. Louis, and it's not a big city, right? But I'm very densely populated, a lot of zones, very close, you know, so I could do really well with DoorDash if that's the only app I had. And I did it for about a year. And that was pretty much all I used, but I used to go off every, I mean, if I'm talking, if I start at 1030, and then go till 2 p.m., right? Mm -hmm. And it's going off every second. Like if I don't have yeah. a delivery and then I drop it off, boom, there's another one coming within 10 seconds. And right. there's a lot of, there's very little downtime. At least that's how it used to be. Now, there are times where it could be about, and this might sound crazy to some, but for me, you know, it's it's crazy. It could be 20 minutes and there's not, not even an offer, which for my market is very rare for DoorDash, mm -hmm. right? 
Um, and I, last year that would never happen unless there's some kind of glitch or something. You'd never go 20 minutes without seeing at least a $2 order right now mm-hmm. today. It took me about 20, 25 minutes to even see an offer come through. Right. So I definitely think there's some either more drivers or mm-hmm. it could be co- a combination of people just ordering less because, you know, they're spending power and the money that they have that's disposable is less. Yeah. So I think it's a mixture of both. But I do think that also when we have times like this where, you know, inflation's high, uh, recession or impending recession, whatever it is, right? People, money's tight for a lot of people, right? Mm-hmm. Most people don't have an extra 800 bucks. If something happened, yep. you know, that's what people say. That's what we hear, right? So I think it does these apps, people go to these apps for a short amount of time, right? And just to make some ends meet. So I think we're seeing that even when times are tough, even with gas high, there are a lot of people that still need to, they're not making ends meet. So they, they go to an app because it's very, very easy. It's easier yep. to get on DoorDash than any other app. There yeah, absolutely. Any, it's easier to go to an interview, get a job, W-2 job, even if it's going to pay you 18, 20 bucks, whatever. Even at McDonald's, exactly. you have to go get an interview, whatever, whatever. But, in, you know, on, on any gig app, you just sign on and you're, you if you're breathing, I mean, you're, you're good to go pretty much. If, yeah. if you got, you know, my, I had a good friend. He started DoorDash. I recommended it because he needed to make some quick money and, you know, he mm-hmm. was in a spot. This was, he probably started eight or nine months ago. And mm-hmm. I think it was two days after I told him about it, he was already active app he said hey i don't have a bag yet i said hey you don't need one but you know go to the store and grab a hot bag or if you got a hot bag at the house or just clean it up and he was dashing two days after making making money and was able to like cash out if you need there isn't most other jobs where you could just automatically make money 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 because if you go to a w9 you're waiting two or three weeks to get your first check right with doordash you don't you don't wait you can make money right now so i think that's I think a lot of people know that and there's there's some value in that. So I think a lot of people flood to the app because it's an easy way to make money. If you got a car insurance, whatever, boom, yep. a pulse, you're good to go. So, right. So um, it looks like we lost Chris. Hopefully he's getting back on because he has he has a hold of all the screenshots that we're going to talk about, especially <laughs> especially when it comes to your gig conference, your yeah, yeah, um, yeah. well, hopefully annual. But this is going to be the first one. Right. Yes. Um, let's uh, until he shows up, or unless we lost him for good, um, I'll text him on the side. Let's talk about that a little bit. Um, yeah. You know, I think um, Rideshare guy is sponsoring it amongst with a couple other sponsors. Is that what's happening? Buckle and yeah, yeah, a couple so, other ones. Yeah, absolutely. So you know, Harry's uh, helping not just sponsor it, but really he's been a good ear for me and uh, offering a, a good soundboard and some advice and. And uh, we have companies like uh, Solo, Para, Buckle that have come on. Uh And uh I think they see, you know, this was something I envisioned about a year ago, maybe 14, 15 months ago. And I thought, hey, this this could be a fun idea. I had never seen anybody do it. No content creator put something like this together. I had never heard of it. If Uh it's been done, maybe it has. I've never known of it. And Uh I thought, what's a way that we can connect with drivers, gig drivers, independent contractors, whatever, and and, and break bread, connect, share stories. Uh have a nice event that's fun it's not just about work necessarily but it's it's a way to connect so you know in my channel i do a lot of lives and i'm in the comments and i oh, see a lot of people what's up chris welcome back um so the internet you know, down over here you're good man you're good we're talking about the conference so if you got a screenshot oh, okay. you can, uh, put uh, can you yeah. put that up please yeah hold on. let me i gotta reload all that stuff because it it kicked me okay. off so just give me a i minute. could i could i could ramble while you're doing that so yeah go for you it know, <laughs> just a way just a way to connect with people because you know you got people in here now. You got, you know, THG, Michael, Carmen, uh, Mech514, you know, 
And, and we, we know these names and sometimes the faces based on the avatar and the comments or the lives, but I wanted to find a way to connect in person um, because that's that's very unique, right? So we're putting together this conference July 30th in my hometown of uh, St. Louis, Missouri, with the help of Buckle, Solo, and Para, um, and Harry uh, Harry Campbell from the Writer Guys. So it's going to be an awesome event. We're over 200 RSVPs and growing every day. Um, and it's going to be a free event for anybody that can come. It's completely free. You will not be asked to buy anything. I'm going to give, you know, we are giving with the help of uh, Buckle, Solo, and Para. Everybody that comes through attendance gets a free swag bag with various swags. We're doing free food, live DJ, live karaoke, entertainment, uh, free food, free uh, free beverages, um, massive giveaways and raffles. We'll probably have, I don't know, 10 different giveaways and raffles. Um, so it's really going to be a really fun event I've been really looking forward to. And it's become even bigger and better and brighter than I expected with the help of these companies and other people. And uh, shout out to my, my my dear friend Samuel. He's the one that has this website. He's put this website together. He he saw what my vision was, but I'm very uh, I'm not a tech guy. I just don't know how to. I wouldn't even know how to put together a website. So Sam okay. is a friend of mine that did this, and uh, you know, it's something that I, I will do every year, and it will be different each year, different city. Um, it's something that I want to start. It's very grassroots, right? It's going to be a real simple event at first, but every year my hope is that we can bring people together from the internet in person. And each, each year it might change as far as like information or different speakers, a different, uh, you're getting different value. Right. Um, but it's something that I, I needed to just do it. And I, I said a year ago, Hey, if 20 people show up, I'm still going to host this thing. Right. Cool. And we're going to far exceed that. So it's really humbling and very exciting that people would choose to drive or fly to this event. It's, it's going to be amazing. So. Yeah, I know. I think I think you're doing great when you when you do something like this, just for the fact that, you know, I'm a huge believer in um, the driver being in control. A lot of drivers say I have no control. It's the algorithm, blah, 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 all this stuff. Right. No, actually, without drivers, without delivery people, there is no gig economy. Mm -hmm. These companies know this. They don't admit it, but they know it. Right. So anytime you can get two, three, four, five hundred drivers, delivery people, whatever they are together. Right. That's power. There is power in the numbers. So that's yeah. why, you know, when we want to do the town hall meetings, that's what we want to do. Like, you know, imagine what would happen if all the drivers, uh, right chair drivers in St. Louis, turned their apps off at the exactly same time at 7 a.m. What would happen to these companies? What would happen to Uber and Lyft, right? Yeah. They'll be up shit's creek without a pedal. It'll be surging like no, no tomorrow. Passengers yeah. will be stranded. Yeah. You know, the platform will collapse. I mean, look, you know, the people have to understand that. So when you do something like this, right, and it grows and it grows and it grows, you know, that means there is people who, you know, have their want want to have their voices out, right? Because mm -hmm. the driver and the delivery guy never gets their voice out unless you have a YouTube channel like that or, you know, yeah. or, or, or right share guy, whatever it is. To me, these events, you know, signify something that, you know, yeah, they won't let you unionize. Well, who wants a union anyway? Yeah. But what, what happens is that, you know, let's get together. Let's talk about it. And there is stuff we can do because there is power in numbers. I think you I think it's a great idea. I wish you nothing but success. I still don't know. I may still show up, but uh, it's going to depend on my kids. Uh, well, schedule. yeah, no, I get that. And I, I want to say one more thing on the conference. I don't want to speak too much about it, but no, you uh, should. <laughs> Sunday, uh, this past Sunday, we started a, a giveaway sweepstakes. I call it giveaway, whatever mm -hmm. word we want to use. So from this past Sunday, which was the 26th. Of a, for the next two weeks, any new person that puts in an RSVP, and I want you guys to remember, this is a free event, it's no cost. Okay. 
right? right. Not, you know, so anybody that puts in an RSVP from the 26th until two weeks from then, uh, I'm going to pick one random winner. And uh, with the help of Buckle Solopara, uh, we're going to give, we're going to cover your gas costs, your fuel costs to get to the event if you're driving. And we're going to put you in a hotel for one or two nights. If you want to stay one night, one night on us, two nights, two nights on us, whatever. Um, we're going to pick one person at random because I know a lot of people want to come, but I understand that, hey, money's an issue for a lot of people. We're, we're, yeah. we're, we're, we're gig drivers. We don't make a lot of money. Some of us don't, yeah. right? Most of us, 99% of us don't make a crap a crazy amount of money right but maybe you want to come to this event but you're like i can't afford the gas i got to get a hotel we'll cover it so i'm going to cool. pick one person at random i'll announce that person live on the sunday show you know in two weeks basically and uh, that's going to be fun and exciting so if, if somebody wants to put an rcp in it's completely free and if you win you win you know so uh sergio you can put an rcp in and maybe your name gets picked and uh we cover the cost no, so if, if i if i'm coming harry's paying so <laughs> <laughs> there you go so, there you go you uh, so i saw i saw a comment you know let's just touch on that real quick um so rideshare professor is another internet uh yeah youtuber when it comes to but he's changed his tune when it comes to uber lyft gig economy in general you know he's just running negative 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 mm -hmm. i guess sells and people go, oh, yeah, you're this, you're that. I'm like, okay, fine. So uh, the comment says, Richard Professor is hosting tactical strikes next weekend, right? Hmm. What do you think about these? What do you think about these tactical strikes? Because uh, we've had, we've, I participated yeah. <laughs> in a couple. We've, we've had a couple of these things. And I'm like, eh, I don't think, I don't think it worked. I think, I, you know, there's yeah. so many people out there doing it that, I don't know. I, I think I, I have a, I, you know, I have a strong opinion. I, I you know, I don't how much time you have but i've seen have all those, the time you want. <laughs> I've, I've seen some of those videos i've made a i made a video myself months ago when they were doing that um i think strikes are great for certain yeah. issues socially this that if you're if you're really taken advantage of i think those things are like you said earlier sergio number there's number there's power in numbers right yeah. so i think for certain situations uh, they make sense for me this type of work we do it makes zero sense um, it just, I don't, I don't get it. Um, I think, I think we could be negative and, and, and I think there's an audience for that. I think there's whatever, but I've always, at least from my personal experience, when, um, when I, when I, when I tend to look at myself and say, oh, how can I control the situation? What could I can do for me, the people around me, the people that watch my videos, like, you know, it, it's better to actually come up with solutions and striking clearly doesn't do anything. I think the last time it was, uh, uh, St. Patrick's day. Yeah. Um, and my whole thing was, okay, let's just say, because anytime you do something, you should always think like, okay, what's the best case scenario? So on that day, the best case scenario is nobody drives, right? Mm -hmm. So what happens? Uh, you got a lot of people looking for rides, but like, maybe they're drunk, maybe they're this, maybe that. So we're just trading one issue for the next. And I don't know. I think these companies are crazy. They do crazy things, but I, I like to teach people how to be smart and figure out a way to work the system and still make your money and then just get out of it if you want to get out of it and you know not giving these apps too much power and control yep. they, they do enough they, they control us enough if you allow them to so that's kind of where i stand on it a lot of people don't agree with that but that's what i do because i've used the apps in a way that have really benefited my life so yep. for me it's not completely all bad you just got to yep. know how to how to work it you know what i mean so that's kind of where i stand with that yeah that's i mean that's what you know the town halls are for what you're doing is for you yeah. know voice your opinions i mean yeah. strike is a strike whatever you want to call it um you can you know this has been going on for a decade now right uh, these companies have been around it's not like they were born yesterday 
they have a diametrically opposite view of what they need to be doing versus you. I mean, they're corporations with stockholders. They need to make money. They need to figure out how to do it. Well, if you're getting in the way, tough shit. You're getting in the way. They have yeah. to do what they have to do to make money. And so do you. So to mm -hmm. me, uh, you know, a lot of people figure it out. You know, I see on the comments, I make 300 a day. I make 500 a day. Man, I know drivers in L.A. that are killing it right now. With 60 cents a mile and 21 cents a minute, believe it or not. Okay, 60 freaking cents a mile while the IRS deduction is 62 and a half cents. Yeah. How are they doing it? They're doing it. They have strategy. They're following up. But, all, you know, when it comes to these strikes and stuff, by the way, um, I don't think they're effective. Okay. And yeah, I get some media play here and there. They go, oh, drivers are striking. I'm like, yeah. But then for everyone that's striking, 100 of them are still driving. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, I, I, I don't think they're effective whatsoever. But I agree with you that, uh, you know, don't bitch, do it, figure it out, figure out how to do it well yeah. and make yeah. the money. I mean, look, if you're making 30, 40 bucks an hour, because you figured it out, it, it wasn't given to yeah. you. There's a st steep learning curve. You're not going to just go open your mouth like a little chick, you know, out of the egg and say, oh, put 30 bucks in here. I'm like, no, it's not going to work like that, bro. Yeah. <laughs> you know, pay, pay, your, pay your dues and do it. But, um, yep. yeah. yeah. Um, well, and I don't so, want, I don't, you know, I, I'm, a, you know, I don't think we need unions in what we do. Oh, no, think, no, you know, I, you know, we don't, we don't need that. But I think when, you know, and I'm not as educated enough to know, but when I think of strikes, I think of like employee and union and this and that. I just don't, you know. I just I don't get it. But you also have to understand that everybody's perspective is different, right? They're walking. Life's different. Their market's different. The household they grew up in is different. So maybe they, you know, they had a dad or an uncle or a mom that that worked at a place and they, you know, they struck and it worked for them. So, that you know, what they saw might have worked. So maybe they feel like they can do the same within this gig economy. But I, I just feel like, you know, at the end of the day, if you do something 100 times and you don't see a change, some people would say, well, we got to do 101. Maybe it'll happen then. At the end of the day, I try to keep my focus on things I can control. And I can't yep. control Uber. I can control my car, though, and my passengers. Yep. I can control my, you know, I can control that and what I take. And if you focus, if you shift your focus to that, you could make money. And if you can't, hey, there's a lot of W2 places hiring right now. You know, so yep, there's a lot of, yep. in America right now, there's a lot of opportunity, at least in yep. my market. Yep. So you got to go find the money. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, that's the definition of insanity. People do go out there and drive with us, you know, strategy. Yeah. You know, people tell me, yeah, you have strategy. It doesn't work. I'm like, yeah, it does work. Uh, that's why I make the money I make. And that's why yeah, you make 50% yeah. less than I do. That's why Pedro makes the money he makes. And that's why other mm -hmm. delivery drivers make half, half of yeah. it. Yeah, it absolutely, yeah, it absolutely you know? does. You know, like, think about, I mean, think about like, uh, the, the, the guys that play cards really well, right? You the, betcha. The, guy, yep. the guys that play poker and the World Series of Poker, a lot of the times the guys that win, the last 10 guys are all the same dude sometimes, right? Their yep. strategy plays in a lot of things we do. Absolutely. And the, and the ones that can't make it or whatever, I get it, but you got to find out what's going to work for you. What is your yep. niche? What is your, what, what are people in your market willing to pay you? And yep. if you shift that focus to that, I think it, it's more beneficial. So, yep. Hey, Chris, uh, while you know, he was talking about ride share and the risks of having people in your car. Yeah, let's yeah, what touch, I yeah, let's yeah, no, but let's touch upon that uh, Vegas driver. Do you have the picture for that one? Uh, the one that got beat up, the poor old lady. Yeah, this one is kind of blurred. We can't really show the video because it's kind of gruesome. Hmm. Um, so yeah, yeah this <laughs> yeah, go for it. No, if you want to start. No, 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 uh, no, you go for it. Well, where where do you want me to go? 
No, I mean, what did let's talk about you know safety a little bit of safety of drivers, the risks of doing ride share and what yeah, we'll, we we'll what we think should change. To be honest with you, so all right, we'll start we'll start with ride share and then Pedro, if you want to transition the yeah. food delivery aspect of safety, because yeah, there's two definite differences between you know ride share and food delivery as as you mentioned mm -hmm. too. What I was saying, you have people in the car now. Um, yeah, it's it's definitely a lot different when it comes to safety um especially at night i drive at night uh, i prefer the night mostly because uh talking about traffic and stuff like that uh on last week's episode when we were going through an article and kind of kind of poking a little fun at some of the things but yeah i don't like traffic so i prefer at night i, I like just getting behind the wheel uh, people are a lot more fun too at night because they're going out to party versus going to a meeting at a job they might hate uh, yeah. So I like that aspect much better, but it comes with a lot more risk. And that is you get those drunk people, you get the people who are slurring their speech. You know, if you say uh, something wrong, it sets them off, um, you know, whatever it might be. And we've all seen many of videos. I've put plenty of videos on my channel um, talking about, you know, the different dash cam. We've all talked about it. Um, but yeah, rideshare, there, there's a huge thing, especially this, what you see right now on the screen. This is... Uh, um, from Las Vegas, right? Yep. I think it was. Uh -huh. um, yeah, it was the one in Las Vegas. And every every week you're hearing, you know, multiple stories around the country of something happening with rideshare, rideshare drivers, you know, some sort of issue, a really unruly passenger, hap something that happens. Um, and this is no difference, you know, no different. Something was said that was wrong or not wrong, set somebody off uh, and, and, this is what happens. So the whole thing is, you know, when it comes down to safety, you really got to be smart at what you're doing. You really got to pay attention to what's going on around you, um, especially as it's as people are getting in your car. You need to, to read people. You need to understand what people uh, are doing. You need to kind of look at them. And that's the whole thing where, you know, pay attention to your surroundings because the other thing too, you know, carjackings and stuff uh, when they order rides, uh, this is more in like Chicago and areas like that. So it's, be aware of your surroundings, what's happening. The people that are coming in your car don't have your doors unlocked. Like, keep them locked and, you know, try to always be, you know, not um, setting other people off. So you got to try to keep, you know, always, um, you know, de-escalating situations. Don't be so hard on the ball right away to, to you know, put up a some sort of barrier to another person, especially if they're drunk, if they're, you know, there's multiple people around. The biggest yeah. reason is because if you do something like that and it turns bad, you know, you're screwed. You're, you're, you're going to have a real problem. Um, and pretty much every ride that I've taken um, so far, besides a few during the day, we're all at night. I've yeah. had a few weird encounters, a few close calls. Um, two of them out of all the rides that I've taken, only two were serious uh, health or, and safety considerations when it came to it. One was uh, I was picking somebody up, and this was in the east side of Buffalo. It's not the best part of town, uh, and it was like 1, 2 in the morning or something. It was a, a kid going to work. He was going to the casino, and all he was doing going to work. The thing was it was in a drug-related area, and so somebody was started following me and then got out of the car and came up and that could have been a real issue there um because they were searching for somebody who knows what um 
So that was one of the worst parts. And then another part was there were two guys that came out from a bar. They were going to another bar. And then it was uh, two other people that were coming in the car uh, that I thought, because they said, we got a couple more people. But I had a feeling that it was probably going to be more than what was allowed. And so somebody was in the car. They already were in. They came out, um, you know, two at a time and then waited in the car and when I said, no, I can't take the ride because it's five people, we were going through uh, where there were cops sitting too, uh, down the street. So it was this street, Elmwood, which is a bar district. It's got bars, you know, in different spots on that street. We were going from one bar down the street to the other bar. And I said, look, I can't take you. There's five people. Um, you're going to have to get an XL uh, or I can take a couple of people, but yeah. I can't take everybody. And the one guy got in my face and you know things things luckily the friends were were good about it and got them out right away um but yeah it, it, it can be a serious issue that can turn on a dime if you're not paying attention if you're tr not trying to de-escalate the situation like i said i was you can watch the video on my channel it's there um i was i just said look i can't take you guys you know you gotta you gotta figure something else out and well, so I mean but you know there is there is things that a lot of rideshare drivers since eighty percent quit in less than eight months. Honestly, mm -hmm. newbie newbies get in and they have no safeguards, none. I mean, they don't know what they're doing. You know, as a six year veteran, I've been into many hairy situations. But that's not the issue. The issue is treat this like your own little business. And would you, you know, at two in the morning, open your car doors to anybody just because you're doing Uber doesn't mean you need to just walk around with unlocked doors, right? So I have set my rules for pickup. I have set my rules, my personal rules. It's my car. It's my rules. I don't give a mm -hmm. shit what Uber says, what Lyft says. So if I if I go to a pickup, first of all, my doors are locked. You are not jumping in my car. One, especially at drunk hours, there's 50 people looking 50 different cars. The likelihood mm -hmm. of somebody wrong getting in your car is very high. Two, put your passenger window halfway down. Confirm who the passenger is. If that guy's stumbling towards your car and is about to sleep on your hood, that he's going to see my tailpipes. I don't give a shit what the heck happens, right? Number three, once you confirm the passenger and they get in the car, obviously, you know, with, with the pandemic rules, you can only have three instead of four. And in this lady's case, this is what happened. This lady, Zune XL, seven passengers. She said, initially, she said, uh, no, I cannot take seven. I can only take six. Right. They begged her, you're our last chance, do this, do that, all that stuff. Sure enough, you know, there were a couple of comments on Mech 514 and a couple of guys said she never should have done it. I agree. I 100% agree. She should have never even opened the doors, unlocked the doors, put the window down, count seven. I cannot take seven. See you later. Or order two X's, whatever you're going to do. Right. Well, she fell for it for a six buck ride, six dollar ride. Right. She ends up with a damaged car. A black, a black eye and a half, and she could have gotten killed. Seven women jump in the car. She takes this ride. First of all, you're not supposed to do it. You have only six seatbelts. She takes it, and at the end, a drop-off, it goes sour. Well, you know, they, they throw each other their water bottles or whatever it is, and two of the girls jump on her and beat the shit out of her, right? And then the next day, you have her, you know, picture plastered with black eyes all over the place. Bro, you just admitted you took seven people for a car that's suited for six. Don't do it. It's not worth the six bucks that you're going to make. Don't. 
And that's mm. what I always try to tell drivers, have your own safeguards, like for pickups. For me, in LA, densely populated area, not a freaking chance on the planet I'm driving more than two miles and six minutes to pick somebody up. Those right. are my rules, because I want to make money. No, I'm not going to do it, right? And in this case, like, you know, uh, maybe you read it, Pedro, or not. About two and a half months ago, I had this problem with Lyft. I almost got deactivated because they wanted me to pick up a crackhead, right? Mm. And I'm like, this lady's walking towards my car. We did even a short video with it. She has bags in her hands, dark, 5.30 in the morning, right? She starts cussing at me, every single name in the book, before she even gets in my car. Then the bag breaks. There's vegetables and shit all over the floor, right? And sure enough, cusses some at me some more, trying to grab my door, cancel, tailpipes. Absolutely, and then yeah. 10 minutes later, I get an email from Lyft saying that you're canceling too many rides. We're going to deactivate you. I'm like, assholes. I'm following policy. I'm following your guidelines, community guidelines. If I feel unsafe, I have the right to cancel, right? That's when it comes to the IC model that I asked you the question for, right? Yeah. I yeah. mean, bro, if I'm an IC, I'm an electrician. I go into a gangland and I, they want me to, you want me to fix your satellite or whatever it is. I'm not going to do it. See you it's later. Not, it's not worth you it. Know, it's not worth it. It's not worth the six bucks. So this lady, but at least there's some good that came out of it. And they major damage to her car, by the way. I mean, they just beat the shit out of her and the car. There's dents everywhere. And Uber stepped in to the goodness of their heart, gave her five grand, no mm. joke. And then because she was worried about if uh, she was going to get covered under the you know period three insurance policy, I guarantee you, if she didn't get beat and something went sideways and passengers complained that, oh, this lady took seven people instead of six in the car, they would have deactivated her for sure because that's against policy. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Yep. They gave her they five grand. They said they're going to fix the car and they're going to pay her medical bills. So this one turned out well. But it's not worth it. Don't do it. Six bucks, eight yep. bucks, ten bucks, twenty bucks. It ain't worth it. Just cancel and move on. You know what I mean? So same absolutely. thing with the unaccompanied minors, same thing with yep. children without car seats. All those things, don't do it. It's not worth the few bucks that it could. Like I understand everybody's got got different problems and stuff like that. And you're you're doing yeah, this or whatever it might be. But look, when it comes down to it, it if it. there's a liability issue, if you get into trouble. If you go into an accident because you're rideshare driving, you're going to have a much greater chance being on the road a lot more at getting into an accident. And you never know if it's going to be with somebody in the car, whether it's going to be somebody like an unaccompanied minor, too many people yeah. in the car, whatever it could be. Uh, children with her, without car seats. I mean, what would happen if something, if a baby got in a car and the mother was holding it? She's not going to be able to hold it in the yeah, event of an accident. It's impossible. <laughs> And who are they going to come after? They're going to come after you. The passengers are going to come after you. The companies are going to say, you didn't follow protocol. You're deactivated. You're done. And you're paying for all this and everything else behind it. So, yeah, it's not worth that six bucks. Every single person I talk to who says, you know, I'd rather uh, take an Uber or a Lyft home because I don't want to get a DUI or DWI. That's the same exact thing here when it comes to don't take people you're not supposed to because it's against the law. And if something happens, it's the same exact thing. You could drive drunk 2,500 times and be, oh, okay. But it's that one time something happens that you're done for. You $10,000 jail time, depending on what it is. Uh, So, yeah, it's not worth the same thing here when when you're a rideshare driver. Luckily, she had a dash cam. She had a dash cam. It's on dash cam. Those yeah. people, you know, LA, Las Vegas PD hasn't inquired if they want the footage to put these people in jail. She got assaulted for God's sakes, right? So we'll see how that goes. 
Um, so driving drunk hours in my heyday, which was 16, 17, as I don't do those hours anymore. But so I discovered in a very short period of time, this is funny. It's like three types of drunks. There are sad drunks, happy drunks, and mad drunks. So mm -hmm. the, the first two, the sad and happy, super easy. <laughs> the sad one will get in and go, hey, how's it going? Oh, my girlfriend dumped me. My boss is an <laughs> asshole. You know, all that shit, right? You listen for like half an hour, you're like, pray shrink for like, I don't know, it's eight bucks a ride. And then they get the heck out and you're done. The happy drunks are wonderful. You know, it's like, oh, mm -hmm. the rose colored glasses, world is beautiful. I can't Tip, be tips are usually good too, but the happy drunks tips are very good. The repeater, yeah. uh, the repeater, the, yeah, the repeater, repeater, yeah. <laughs> and then, and then you have the mad drunks, which those are the tough ones, right? Because yep. you don't know if they're going to get triggered with some stuff you say, or you don't know <laughs> if they're about to stab you in the neck. <laughs> you don't know if they're going to be just quiet, flipping their Facebook. So you just kind of have to read the mood. But so whoever's yeah. doing drunk hours, guys, I, I, I feel for you. But that's usually where the money is these days, because oh, yeah. you know mm -hmm. not much is left. But um, yeah, that's it. So that's the lady. But hopefully right, so it'll, all, it'll all end well for her. Hopefully, yeah. And hopefully she'll recover and everything. And hopefully she'll um, learn the lesson, not put seven people in a goddamn Excel. There you go. No way. I would never. Yeah, yeah that's crazy. Shit, look at that. So now we, we kind of covered some of the ride share. And, and this is a topic that we could go on and on and on about. But, yep. um, you know, we covered the ride share aspect of things. But now let's let's switch over to the food delivery and some of the safety yeah. when it comes yeah. to there. So, Pedro, if you want to take that. Yeah. yeah, Pedro, how do you double park all the time, bro? So, I, <laughs> you know, I, I, I've I've. Uh, with food delivery, it's obviously less, I think, right? There's less situations that are as scary as rideshare, right? But for me, I've, you know, I've, you know, you, you deliver to, uh, you know, somebody says, oh, come back to this back alley. It's dark. <laughs> it doesn't, the address doesn't match. Like that happens. People do that. Really? You know, really? oh yeah. I, I had a, somebody in my market in St. Louis, she got pistol whipped. This was last year on a food delivery and they robbed her, you know, so as a food delivery driver, you still have some risks you have to be careful of. But at the end of the day, right, we have to trust our what I call like our instincts, our gut. If you roll up to a house and something don't feel right, you don't get out. You don't try to deliver it. You either call support, let them know, text the customer. I'm going to put your food here. Like, who cares if you get a contract violation? It doesn't matter. Yeah. You can still work. You know, like yeah. you have to you have to take care of yourself. Right. So I always tell for food delivery, I always talk about, hey, if the address ain't right, communicate with the customer. Maybe it was a mistake. Maybe it wasn't, you know, but especially at night, you know, you got to be really careful. Um, don't trust your gut. Um, don't don't walk. Don't don't deliver food to alleyways. Like I have a lot of alleys in St. Louis and people and even some of the alleys are the, the their their back door or their door. They want me to deliver to is within that alley. And I don't do food delivery or ride share at night anymore. I just don't because mm -hmm. I just I want to be home. But when I did, you know, you have those deliveries, you have to trust your gut, you know, you got to make sure yeah. your phone's handy. Do you have a flashlight? Do you have this? Do you have that? You know, but at the end of the day, like with food delivery, I tell people, trust your gut. No $6 order. I don't care if it's a $20 order is worth something happening to you or putting yourself in a position to where you got to fight for your life or do this or run away. Like, nah, you know what? Hey, you call support. I don't feel safe. You know, there's no lights on. The address isn't right. Or, you know, you get to a place and there's like dogs that aren't on a leash. You know, like if you don't feel safe for whatever reason, because delivery drivers deal with dogs a lot. That's a thing, right? Yeah. You just say, hey, 
call the customer. I'm going to drop it off here. You call support. You cover your butt. You take a picture. You know, the in-app messaging has all the communication. Don't get out of your car if you don't feel safe. It's what right. I tell drivers. So it's, it's so simple, do, they, you know? do they put you in timeouts too, by the way, uh, on DoorDash? Um, I know they do it for rideshare, obviously. I mean, unspoken certain ways. But well, you know, what, you, what kind of timeout do you guys see? In like you don't get like you don't get uh, requests. They just shut oh, you out. The only thing they do on DoorDash, if you decline, and uh-huh. it, it changes. Right? So mostly it's ten orders. So if you decline ten orders in a row, they'll pause in a row. You. Wow. Yeah, they'll they'll, they'll pause you, but okay. you could just resume your dash. You know, if you're if yeah, you catch okay. it. But so they do do that. You know, but I think the reason they pause you is because it, the the algorithm supposes okay well we sent you 10 orders do you you know are you still looking at your phone like are you still active i got you you. okay you know so so it's they're not they're not making you take anything it's just like hey are you still here kind of deal you know i I think they know that with the gyroscope in your phone i think they know that but yeah uh, yeah yeah. i mean they know everything but so they i was wondering about that because we do have unspoken timeouts for red share yeah, mm-hmm. I, I never experienced that when I did the ride share. Uh, oh, you didn't, you didn't, you didn't cancel too much or pass on. Like when I was truly doing ride share, my acceptance mm-hmm. rate was like fourteen percent. Oh, so, mine's really low too. No, I yeah, my acceptance yeah. rate was low. Yeah, yeah but, cherry picked the crap out of it. So. Oh yeah, oh yeah, absolutely, <laughs> mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah. But uh, no, I was wondering how that goes. Yeah, but yeah, when it comes to safety, man, it ain't worth it. I don't give a shit if it's a hundred dollar order, or whatever it is. It ain't worth it. I ain't busting my ass for you. It's my car, my rules. Yeah. Let's move yeah. on. You know, the one thing I would say, I'll share a real quick story. When I was doing rideshare a lot, um, I did a lot like Chris. You know, I did a lot of late night and I really liked mm-hmm. it because I made good like, you know, I, mm-hmm. I, I've managed restaurants so I can read the drunks. I know how to handle people mm-hmm. mostly. You know, you read your room, you understand what, you know, yeah. what to push and what not to push. And you treat people with respect. Most of the time you're going to be fine. Right. Especially when you're picking up people that are just trying to have a good time or whatever. And usually if you're picking up three or four people, if one person's a jerk. The other, their, their friends will kind of balance it out, right? And you know, if, as long as you're not escalating the situation, right? Um, but I, you know, a few times I would pick up people. Oh, can you, can you, we go through the White Castle drive-through or the McDonald's drive-through? And you know, I'm probably not supposed to do that, but no. I did it. I did it a few times, and I mean, they, they tipped me twenty, fifty dollars in cash. One guy gave me a hundred dollar bill, and I knew it was like, okay, I'm gonna spend more time with this person in my car. But like, you know, so those are situations. Looking back, I wouldn't do it now. But I definitely did stuff like that then because it's all risk versus reward kind of deal. And, you know, sometimes you don't know better and you learn through error and trial and error. But I've definitely put myself in situations that weren't favorable or 100 percent correct when I was doing rideshare. So you just got to know what works for you. But like, yeah, there's been plenty of times I picked up three young girls from a club. Oh, Can we go to White Castle? It's kind of hard to say no sometimes. Right. You're in a car. You're having a good you know what I mean? Like there's situations. There's a gray area. But at the end of the day, we shouldn't be doing that stuff. But it does happen. I think a lot of drivers do it. And it yeah. is your car. It's your, you know, if you feel comfortable, you do stuff. But we got to be careful because nowadays people get, uh, with everything the way it is, they get real desperate. So so what? I, I, what is your opinion of uh, ants? What do you think about ants? Ants? Ants. Ants. The animal ant. Oh, the, know, ant? the ant? Oh, ants. Ant. Oh, that's, yeah. a, I don't, that's an interesting question. Uh, I, don't, <laughs> yeah. I don't give... I, don't I, give have, I, have a, I have a distinct opinion of ants. But uh, let's see. Let's hear yours because I don't think you accept every two dollar and fifty cent order. Oh, I don't take any. No, I don't take any of those. So what ants yeah. do? Well, sure. Ants are workers. Uh, <laughs> okay. You know. All right. uh, I guess I don't give a lot let's, of thought to ants. Let's put but... that screenshot up, Chris. With all yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I, I can say I'm, I'm not a. I'm not an ant. I'll say that. I'll say okay, I'm not. Yeah. I'm proud of you. I'm not an ant. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah. 
Yeah. But I mean, I have nothing against it, but I think they're making a massive mistake. I think they're almost encouraging DoorDash, Uber, Lyft, Grubhub to send these shit orders to, uh, to, to people, man. Who, who would make $2.50 for well, anything? Yeah, I, mean, I, what have, is I have a motto on my channel now. I didn't come up with this, lo this slogan or whatever, but uh, the no tip, no trip that was popular a couple right. years ago. I did probably about six months ago. I started no tip, no trip 2.0. On yeah. DoorDash and Uber, I can tell if there's a tip on there 99.9% .9 of the time. Right. And if there isn't a tip, I don't move. I don't care if I got a $3 peak pay. If DoorDash wants to pay me $5.25 because my base pays $2.25 and I'm on a $3 peak, I don't care if it's going a foot. I don't take it because I'm costing myself money and yeah. I don't enable behavior like that. I don't okay. deal with customers that back tips out. I think those are the times you're going to have a lot of issues. The food's probably cold, so the customer's going to be mad because it's been sitting a long time. They're going to say they didn't get the order. The, the delivery instructions usually aren't accurate. I just don't even allow myself to 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 do business with people that don't value my time um, or are uneducated enough to back a tip out. Like, I just don't deal. I don't. The no tip, no trip 2.0 is like big for me. I have to make money. This isn't charity. I do charity on my side time. <laughs> I'm not doing $2 orders, uh, you know, and people that do them. Hey, if you got to if you can make you're not really making money, but if you can justify it, whatever. But I, I cannot. I, I think there should never be any trip, ride share or food delivery less than a gallon of gas in your market. And it's despicable that they even come out. You know, so if you're I pay four ninety eight for gas, there should, I should see nothing less than that. That's how I, I look at it. So I, I don't take and I don't take anything less than that. That's so I don't point. you know, I don't care if it's a foot like I'm not wasting I'm not spending time because I feel like if I take that order, I'm probably missing out on a good one that's going to come a minute or two later. So I'm just I'm costing myself dollars. So, yeah, no. That's, yeah. So that's my opinion of ants as well. If there were not ants, <laughs> you know, Uber and Lyft would collapse because if everybody was like me and you for delivery or ride share. Good point. Good. Point. Uh, that'll be a lot of people waiting for cars and food, buddy. So, <laughs> it's, it's, no, it's a great point. I think they don't drivers like us. They don't, you know. They need the, we need the ants and you need the other ones. But at the end of the day, yeah, like, yeah. if everybody was like the three of us, like, yeah, a lot of people wouldn't be serviced. And that's not good either. But yeah. I'm, it's a, it's my business. It's my car. I cannot do a two or three dollar order. I just never will. So, yeah, cool. Mm -hmm. What's up next, Chris? Well, I think that's a perfect segue talking about the Uber crew, because uh, this is something oh, that yeah. is to uh, <laughs> help voice. You know, I think they're watching us, Chris. <laughs> I'm serious, bro. No, I'm not. I'm not joking. When was the last time they announced a town hall meeting on Uber? Never. You know, no, I they, signed. I signed up for the. Or I didn't sign up, but I, I saw that who my local representative was reached out to them. Never heard group? anything. Yep, never heard anything. Okay, do you know they don't get paid, right? They're the volunteers. Oh, I know that, but I, I didn't. Okay. I didn't. No, no. I, I'm just saying. Yeah. First of all, why? <laughs> why? <laughs> why? I think they might be able to help. Huh? Um, they think here's the thing i think uh -huh. the way they set it up they uh -huh. think the these these crew members think that they're going to be able to actually help like to help oh, make things better you. like they have a voice okay. that can be heard okay i did lift dac in 2019 i was a dac member for the for uh the local area buffalo you were and let me tell you we Good brought up points <laughs> we had meetings and points. we got paid for it but um Dak, yeah that was yeah the whole thing was you brought up points nothing was done nothing it's, it's, like, it's a pr stunt it's a pr yeah. stunt. oh yeah i, used to, oh, I, I worked at a casino we had so i worked at a casino the food and beverage director of a big casino in st louis was my last job and we would have certain 
things in town hall, whatever, and we'd have a secretary taking notes. And very rarely did anything that an employee or a manager or system manager would come up with would ever be implemented. Because at the end of the day, it's just to make you feel good kind of deal. And yeah. it, it sucks because it wastes people's time. But um, unfortunately, I think that's where this is going. going. Right. So mm-hmm. they announced their first one, which was coincidentally, <laughs> day after our town hall. Initially, we were going to do July 5th, but we pushed it because Chris has some family barbecue or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, yep. so so well, uber crew town hall i registered bro let me tell you something looking forward to this one except on the bottom on the right it says in tiny tiny print it says as a reminder this is a zoom webinar which means <laughs> i can't even read it it's so small it means your zoom meeting with your audio and video turned off hmm so I'm like, well, it's, uh, it's listening to what we're doing. Here, here's the here's so if, the uh, but we can we can print like chat. You know, we can print our fingers off or type our fingers off and tell them how much can you put <laughs> in a comment <laughs> and how fast and how fast does that brilliant Uber crew member is going to read that and then take it to Uber execs? Bullshit. I call it to this one, but I'm going to waste two hours of my life next wednesday and do it <laughs> if if they say webinar registration pending approval so i don't know why i well, maybe i don't know maybe they'll approve me maybe they won't but i'm looking forward to it chris here's the deal though what my right. question is because i don't i don't see anything in, in these little notes here that says we can't mm-hmm. live stream this meeting so uh, maybe we live stream the meeting and then we kind of give our thoughts and feedback to everybody watching while it's going on. That's a good, oh, that's a good idea. That's while a good I'm idea. doing, while they're doing it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Put Why that not? camera right on the screen, bro. Oh yeah. No, we we you could share your screen. Oh, you could share a tab, and then it'll be the Zoom conference. Yeah, that's a that's a lawsuit. <laughs> that that already pissed them off. There's no, there's nothing there. <laughs> if anybody at Uber is watching this, uh, oh, they are watching us. No, we can't. Or can't. But that, that would be kind of an interesting. That would be an interesting uh, perspective because we could have we could see what is being said with Uber Crew, and then we could see what is being said with the comments and our thoughts behind it too. Uh, yeah, uh, you know, I may actually record this one. Yeah, I'll probably record it. Uh, I don't know if they let me. Well, I'm sure they will. Who's going to know? Um, the other thing that I'm really curious about is that. I know this is not going to go anywhere. I know it's going to be two hours of my wasted time, but hey, you know, it's the first one I'm in if they let me in. Um, so, Pedro, by the way, we're trying to get an Uber exec or a Lyft exec on our show. Mm. Mm. So the, the 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 betting is so against me <laughs> that if we're going to get somebody on. <laughs> I'm like the biggest underdog. I'm like fighting Tyson. And yeah. a lot of people who know say they will not come within 10 miles of you with a restraining order. I'm going like, why? We're just going to like civil. I mean, are you feeling threatened right now, Pedro? I mean, like we're having a civil conversation here, right? Well, I don't feel threatened, but I don't work for Uber. So, you know. Yeah, well, no, but I mean, why shouldn't they feel threatened? Right? <laughs> they shouldn't. But, you know, I think I think uh, these I think, you know, it's hard to know if these people really watch us. Right. It's hard to say. Do they, oh, I know, you know they do. I, I think I think they see some of what we do. You know, I got a lot of videos. 
in a very uh-huh. short amount of time. And I've bashed DoorDash, but I've also given them credit when credit's due. If they, if I feel like they do something that's good for the community, I say, hey guys, hold up. I do it all the time. You know, so I'm just, I'm just giving you either my opinion, but also some facts of what they actually do, whether it's with yeah. pay or with this or with that, right? Yeah. Manipulation, whatever. But at the end of the day, like, I wonder, yeah, are they really watching? I don't know. I mean, they're watching. Trust me. You, you think so? Yeah. Oh, no, I, I, no, yeah. I don't think so. I know so. Yeah. <laughs> I, have, know uh, I have, uh, I have some. Uh, yeah. Uh, let's see. How do we put this like without blowing anything? You got <laughs> some inside some, knowledge. I have some communication that's been back and forth. Got it. That got it. I know they are. Now, yeah. the, what they do with it and what kind of opinions they form about me, sure, is on their own. Whatever they do. But I would, I think, honestly, like, let me ask your opinion on this. You're like a, you worked at public relations, you worked at service jobs. Mm-hmm. Okay. Instead of these bullshit, you know, PR stunts that they pull, like this Uber crew thing that they're doing or whatever, wouldn't you think it would give him so much credibility if a top exec of Uber shows up for one hour and talks civilly, answers some questions on our show? I swear it will do so much more that one hour, that all this mumbo jumbo bullshit that they, you know, float in the mainstream media. You know what I mean? It'll no, be such I, goodwill, you know? I do. I think, and I think sometimes you see big companies do that kind of stuff. You know, I think of like undercover boss. Undercover you know, boss, like, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like you, you see, you know, they put out a press release or this. It's, yeah. Some companies do it, but I also think that I think of like Uber, DoorDash, Lyft, any of them, Grubhub, uh, mm-hmm. Instacart, you know. They, they, they have, I think sometimes they make decisions based on, okay, they just want to stay relevant. And I think the one thing that, Sergio, if you think they're watching us, the one thing that the advantage that they get from guys like us is we talk about them all the time. Yeah, we keep it right. Mm-hmm. We, we're giving them free advertisement almost, right? Even if mm-hmm. we're talking bad about it, the any word news Uber, is good news. Yeah. Any yeah. news is good news. So the word Uber is like out there, out there, out yeah. there, out there, right? Yeah. So, the, so the 125 people that are watching right now, we said Uber probably on a hundred times, a couple hundred yeah. times. We said DoorDash a hundred times. So that tells in your mind, you're thinking like, oh, should I order DoorDash tonight? Oh, we got to go out to the base. <laughs> you know, we got to go to the baseball game, honey. How are we, how are we going to get to the game? Oh, you know what? We can order an Uber, right? Yeah, so, yeah. and most people that watch are drivers, but we, we talk about them so much. No news is bad news. And I think they know that. And we're giving them free advertising sometimes. Yeah. At least I know, thing, you know I do. So I, I think, I also think, you know, um, they, honestly, I think they live in a bubble. They need to yeah. step out of that bubble. You know, instead of looking down at me like, oh, look, you're a pity driver down there. I'm like, no, bro, without <laughs> me, there is no paycheck for you. But besides that, you know, get out of your step out of the bubble. Let's talk face to face, man to man, women to man, whatever it is. Yeah. Somebody show up, you know, like this, this driver safety thing. You know, I totally disagree with what Uber does, how Uber onboards their, you know, their passengers. There is no safety check. Man, I had people with the weirdest fucking names on the planet come on the car, oh, the yeah. car you oh, know, mm-hmm. and I'm going like, bro, it's, who who did the background check or vetting on you? I mean, yep. come on now, right? So well, and they, they like, could sign up with like a, any kind of little yeah. debit card. The, name's yeah. ca- the name says like Cash Money Hustler. Yeah. And like, yeah. you never know who, you know, so it's, it's yeah. definitely I mean, a lot of opportunity. Yeah. So you know. a lot of stuff that they come and fix, but they probably won't. Yeah. Okay. So I don't know. I just thought yeah. maybe maybe we have a chance, but the more of these we do, the less chance I have. So the betting is definitely against me right now. So I, let me ask you a question, Sergio. So yeah. I would imagine, or or have you sent emails out, or have you used Twitter to try to get uh, 
your name out there to let these guys know, hey, I'm Sergio. I want to talk to somebody at Uber. I'm sure you've done that. Yeah, I have done that. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, no, they they know they know what I write. And they read it. I've gotten from the um, top honcho. So yeah, okay, they're watching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they're he, they're he, paying yeah. attention, and you know, they're. I think they have a very firm opinion of what my opinion is of their service and of who of the company. However, fingers crossed. Maybe one day we'll do it. All right, what's next, buddy? It could happen. Yeah. Well, let's uh, let's talk. Uh, let's kind of let's kind of go back a couple of weeks when we were talking about. I think it was when Harry was on the show, right? Uh, yeah. We were talking about your article that came out, and this was when <laughs> or if Uber loses money or just takes fifty percent of your pay. Oh, yeah. Boy, did I get some hate shit on this one? Oh, I've seen this. No, I, I get this with, uh, I look at my more details and I would say there's a good percentage sometimes of my orders that Uber is negative with their mm-hmm. Uber Eats. Yeah, I, I've seen it. Mm-hmm. I'm not surprised. I know why, but yeah. No, I know why too. But you know what it is, is that a lot of drivers and Harry correctly talked about this. It's a perception of the driver that they have. They see that one trip that Uber took 70%, right? Mm-hmm. And they go... Oh my God, I just took some. I'm like, yeah, they took 70%. It's in your terms of service. You just drove and let's move on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So this ride, right? 2.1 miles, four minutes and 37 seconds, you know, $14.05. Do you think this is a profitable ride for me? Let me see. Uh, this is a ride share, right? This is a ride share, yeah. So, yeah, 14, this... you, so 14 bucks, you drove two miles and it only took you four minutes? Mm. Yeah, that's profitable. Like extremely. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm thinking, I'm looking at it like, okay, if that's the Uber Eats order, if my screen shows $14 for two miles, I'm all over that. That's $7 a mile, right? It's fantastic, yeah. Right. So, right side, Uber lost $0.31 cents on this, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, that's another one. This was last Saturday night. I drove for literally 45 minutes in my neighborhood. Did not go anywhere further than that. This is another one. 2.4 miles, 10 minutes, $10.63. Uber lost $2.04 on that. That's one. that's easy money. Yeah. That's that's like no money, right? So I drove literally for 45 minutes and made 35 bucks. And that was it. I was literally in my backyard. And this was the worst of them all. 3.7 miles, 10 bucks, nine minutes. Uber lost $1.19. So still, still good. Uh, uh, no brainer, no brainers. So mm-hmm. to me, I stayed in my zone, made 35 bucks in 45 minutes, Uber lost money on all three. So when I say overall, right, if I drive, Uber's take is not 50, 60%. Uber's take is more like 25 to 30%, maybe 40%. And people go all out of shape saying that, no, they take too much money, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay. I ran 788 trips on a spreadsheet. Uber made 9% on me. That was it. Not 50, oh. not 60%, 9%. 788 trips and the amount of hate mail I got, I need to get a bodyguard kind of hate mail. <laughs> I'm like, what's the big, you put your 788 trips or deliveries on a spreadsheet. Let's see what their take mm-hmm. rate is. So mm-hmm. it is mm-hmm. what it is. Yeah. yeah. And I, th- I think one of the biggest things too is you drive oh. when there's promotions, <laughs> you, you multi yes. only, drive, which we're going to talk about in a minute too. Um, talk that. Somebody, for 4th of July, but that's one of the biggest things. Like, if you want to make money and you want to make the maximum you can when you're out on the road, you need to be smart about the times you go out. You need to look at when the promotions are happening. You need to make those decisions. Is it going to be profitable to drive at this point or not? And then when you're on the road, you need to also implement what your strategies are in order to do this. Because 
That's when Uber's losing money. You don't want them to lose money all the time because if they're losing oh, money, it's not yeah. sustainable. But you correct, want them correct. to at least make the money that they can. Um, so then, you know, when they do take 40, 50, 60, 70 percent of, of a fare, it no, does even that. out where it's, you know, 10, 20, 30 percent maybe. And then, you know, you're making the, the money you're trying to make and they're still making something as well, too. Because, again, if they're not making money, well, they're not going to last much longer. And then we're all out of it. Yeah. Well, yeah. no, we're not. We're, I, I don't think they're going anywhere anytime soon. Uh, but if you do drive smart and if you only drive when they offer you, show you the money, I think you can make still good money in rideshare or delivery. Yeah. If mm -hmm. you are a full time driver, I feel for you because the hours that you can have true success is less and less these days. Uh, maybe schools open back up in the fall. I think it's going to pick up again. So I think it'll be fine. But, you know, this is an example that three rides, all three Uber loses money. On the next three, even if they made 50%, the average of all six rides is going to be 25%, people. It's freaking math, people. Figure it out. Anyway, so stop sending me hate mail. <laughs> they go like, they go like, oh, you're like Harry, you're Uber shill, you're like this, you're like, you know what, what the fuck are you guys talking about? All right, so here, this this brings up us, us to the next point of what's uh, going on. And this is what we talked about with, uh, yeah, well, Fourth of July promos are coming out mm -hmm. for people, but the thing is, this is what we had talked about with uh, Dr. Leonard um, the other day, the other week, and where he's saying. You know, certain people are going to be targeted, certain promotions and certain rides and all of these or deliveries because they have the information available. You know, if you are somebody who's picking and choosing based on profit, you're mm -hmm. going to tailor that. So you're on the platform and you're still taking rides or deliveries and they're going to show you the money for the person who just takes everything that goes on yeah, exactly. when they're told takes every single ride losing money then they're probably going to be one upset they're probably going to be having you know 40 50 60 percent take almost yeah. every ride because they're not taking those promotions that are available to them um they're just you know they're the, they're the true ants when it comes down to it yeah. well but i mean look, when you pedro pedro think about this okay if you are willingly doing 150 trips a week on ride share and you're accepting everything and your acceptance rate is 100% cancellation is zero, right? Mm. <laughs> Why should Uber send you or Lyft send you any promos? You're doing it anyway. You're doing it anyway. No, I and I, I battle with certain people on the Uber Eats side where they're, shit. A, they're a diamond driver. They take everything yeah. and they say yeah. they make money. It's like, I don't see how that's no, possible, don't. but no, you, you don't. Or if you make, you're making maybe money, but you're not making as much as you could if you were more selective. And I try to, debate people and i just don't exactly I, you just quality can't. quality over quantity right uh, right and agree? there's no if, if the app or algorithm or whatever we want to call it knows that pedro doordash santiago is going to take every doordash mm -hmm. order mm -hmm. why would they send me any kind of promo because i'm i'm going to work so what there's no incentive for them to do that right yep. so you know everybody can do their thing and make you know everybody has their different goals and what they can make but at the end of the day, my theory is if you're more selective, you're probably making, depending on market, between two and eight dollars more per hour, at least in the food delivery game. Right. 100%. So for me, um, yeah, I could take some three or four dollar orders and yeah, maybe the next order could be 12 bucks. Hidden tip. Fantastic. And oh, I just made 18 bucks this hour. Great. Well, no, I want to make 25 or 30 bucks an hour. I'm not settling 
just because the order's there and it's convenient. No, you know, we have to also understand that we got to we, we got to stop enabling the consumer and the the company, because the more ants that are taking these orders, the more times they're going to send them out and say that it's yep. OK. I think with DoorDash, eventually uh, when I started DoorDash, my base pay was three dollars. And it went to about two twenty five about fifteen months ago. So my, my base pay on most of my orders is two dollars and twenty five cents, unless there's it's been declined a lot, or unless it's crazy miles, or unless there's a peak pay, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So I think eventually it's going to go down to two, and it'll mm-hmm. go to like probably a dollar fifty or so because Uber actually has a lower base pay for food delivery than DoorDash. Mm-hmm. Um, I see Uber sometimes they'll try to add an order; it'll be a dollar fifty for an add-on a dollar oh 50 i've seen a dollar 50 a dozen times in the last six months i mean that's despicable right but at the end of the day that's where it's going base pay is not going to go up it's going to yep. go it's going to go down because they understand there's enough new people that don't know any better or enough yep. people that think acceptance rate matters and they don't it doesn't so, so education of the driver is super important and what oh, you're yeah. doing what you're doing at the end of uh, july i think will really enable that educate the drivers man yeah. You know, you, you guys don't need to be slaves of the algorithms. You just kind of, there is a better way. There is, that's why there is a difference between me as a rideshare driver and a newbie and you, Pedro, as a delivery driver and a newbie. Yeah. You make, I'm pretty sure or certain, you make at least 30 to 50% more than that guy. And the reason is because you educated yourself and you learned the tricks of the trade and we're, we're working the same hours. You work 10 yeah. hours, make 18 bucks. I work 10 hours, I make 25. Yeah. 70 bucks more. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. It, it adds up though. I, you know, I, I think well, of even course if, it does. Even if it's only a $5 swing. So I try to, and a Big lot of time. people on, on my comments tell me, dude, I was making 15 bucks an hour and now I'm making 20. So mm-hmm. that's a huge difference. It's huge. Work, even if huge. you only work five hours a day, if you multiply that over the course of a month, that's huge. a few, few hundred dollars. So think about yeah, that, right? Yeah, so huge. I try to tell people like you just gotta know where to go, what time to start, what what merchants to stay away from, which ones to, you know, how to find the hidden tips. You know, I te- teach people how to do that because it's the game that they play. It is what it is. Yep. And yep. uh yeah, five dollar difference an hour, that's that's a lot of money for a lot of people, right? So, that's big, that's huge. Yeah, yep. mm-hmm. yeah, I agree. Yep. The- well, going to like the promos and stuff like that. Yeah, let's you know, do it. So this is something that I just got actually, I mean, a couple of days ago, because it's actually already going on. So this is really the 4th of July promo. This but is for you, Chris? Was, yeah. So this is 10 uh-huh. trips and 80 bucks. So $8 extra, you're going to be making every single ride, uh, which is great for those 10 rides. So this is on top of any other quests and promotions that are going on. And my area, pretty much since last year, I've been getting the two. So you get your weekday and your weekend. And on top of that, there, you know there's going to be surge this weekend because parties, everybody's going out. There's going to be less drivers on the road because of just people doing things with the holiday. So all in all, you know, this is going to be something where when I do the breakdowns after I'm done with, you know, the weekly promotion or the weekend promotion, this 10 trips for $80 and surge pricing that I'll get, you know, this is going to be something where, again, Uber is going to lose money when I'm out on the road, but I'm going to make the money and it's all planning out. So I if you look at the the thing on this, it said it started on 623 and it goes to 75. So if you would have started already doing this and done it, you know, you could make that extra 80 bucks or something. But 
why wouldn't I wait to see what the weekend promo for a busy weekend that's going to be, and then add surge on top of that. So that's the, again, you know, this is the the pre-planning phase. So this is you seeing what I'm planning when it comes to how I'm going to go out on Friday and Saturday this week. And depending on how it is, I'll probably go out on Sunday just, you know, to, to make some extra money, depending on how the promo, the, the weekend promo is. I'm still waiting for that. But yeah. once that comes in, I think it comes in tomorrow, right? Um, yeah. Then, oh. you know, but that this is this is kind of the pre-planning. So, Sergio, I'm sure you do something like this, too. When yeah, you if have- I got it, I haven't gotten anything yet. Probably they'll starve me this weekend. It's okay. No big deal. You know, yeah. uh, Tyler, thank you for the super chat. Um, he said, yes, thank you. He said, I made 1,127 hours. Holy shit. What city are you in, buddy? Um, I only drove when it was boost. Welcome to Show Me the Money Club. They showed you the money. You drove and you <laughs> took their money, took them to the cleaners. That's lovely. Oh, I also have a Tesla oh. and a dollar more and a 55 cent fuel surcharge. Tyler, welcome nice. to the club, buddy. Nice. You're an nice. honorary <laughs> member, buddy. I made you an honorary <laughs> member right now. I welcome to knighthood. I, I, I put the sword on your Oh, he's, right? yeah, he says he's in Nashville. So that is a great Nashville. area to do right oh, yeah. mm-hmm. All the bars. Yeah. Yeah. Is the Tesla yeah, yours, by the way? Is it Tesla yours, or did you do one of those Uber Hertz one, like Hertz your ass, 500 <laughs> bucks a week sort of thing? I'm like, no, let's not do that. Uh, but yeah, well, thanks again. Um, 1,127 hours, what is that? That's like, shit, 40 bucks an hour? Yeah, it's great. It's great money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's double McDonald's flipping burgers, bro. Go for it. Screw that. <laughs> let's not complain. Let's keep doing it. Next one. I want I want This. This is something that, that I want to... Talk about last week because one of the big things that we were talking about last week was that whole thing where DK said to the mm-hmm. driver who's driving 20 hours or more a week, mm-hmm. how much are they averaging, Sergio? How much was that? <laughs> that he said? 39. He said, okay, we talked about this, Pedro. An hour. He came on a Bloomberg interview and we like ridiculed him. He said, turn your app on, drive 20 plus hours, you make 39 bucks an hour. I'm like, um, hold on. He's saying that's the average? Yeah, that's the average, yeah. Yeah, he, didn't spe- he, didn't, he didn't specify city. He didn't specify time. He didn't specify state. He just said, "Our uh, driver PNLs are fantastic. They're swimming in money." <laughs> and I'm like, well, "Can you say? Can you say driver shortage? He's just trying to get more people to come." No, to yeah, drive. I know. No, but I mean, thirty nine bucks an hour. I mean, really, in LA, maybe if I bust my ass with. Oh, but no, yeah, maybe, yeah. Right? I'm not. I'm not making thirty nine bucks an hour in St. Louis. You're definitely. I, not. Well, no. you, I mean, you you could polish shit, but it's still shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I mean, that's why no Uber exec is going to come on the show, bro. That's some good polishing. That's some damn good polishing, right he, there. Here's yeah. here's something, and and for anybody in the chat watching, there's 140 people watching now, so that's awesome. Thank you for for hanging out. Thank you. Yes, Ernest Claus says. It. But yes, and smash that like button. But if you've seen this in your market, this is this I've never seen, um, right here. So this is an hourly guarantee. This is what I. This was yesterday. That they had this so this is just basically um in the market of buffalo huh? this is like half <laughs> of the city of buffalo downtown and then the south towns this isn't That's including true. some of the others but you're getting an hourly guarantee okay and it's 16 dollars they're guaranteeing you an hour where'd that 39 dollars on average go i have no idea right. <laughs> so are they I saying mean, they'll pay you 16 and you, you in case you that. don't make 16. Right, but so you get sixteen as long as you do one trip per hour. So you get yeah. the sixteen yeah. plus whatever that one trip is, right? 
yeah. So you do one no, minimum pair and then sit and collect 16. How about that? Yeah, yeah. it's trash. But, <laughs> but, but look at the, the other two requirements on this. You have yeah, to complete 75% of the trips received. So that means you got to complete them. And then you have to accept 75% yeah. that you're offered. The accept okay. is worth it. The accept is the issue there. Yeah. Well, so we, like, if they yeah, offered you one and you accept one, you're at hundred percent and you shut it down and that's it. <laughs> they give you 16 yeah, bucks. Beyond that, I'm, I'm not sure if that would be where you'd have to be online for the full hour in order yeah. to get that. They'll pay you some shit right at the works. end and drop you. It'll be, it'll be prorated <laughs> to where it winds up being 12 bucks or something yeah. like that. Like, yeah. Yeah. Okay, this is garbage. I don't know. Who, who, hey, we got, is, we got, right? hold this... on, guys. Harry Campbell's in the chat. So, is he? Give, oh, yeah, he's, he's here. He's looking. He's lurking. Oh, Harry. <laughs> yeah, Harry. Harry. Uh, oh, nice to hi. see you, Harry. Is Uber, <laughs> Uber exec coming on the show, Harry? <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing if, any, if anyone has actually seen this promotion in your area, let me know. Because I have not seen it. Everybody I've talked to hasn't seen it yet. But this is kind of interesting when it comes down to it. Um, nonetheless, but again, to me, I don't think it's worth it because it's just kind of uh, um, one of those things where they're just trying to get you to accept and then yes. complete trips. Yeah, because my acceptance rate is not seventy five percent, nor will it no, never be. Never will be. <laughs> no way. I think mine then, with Uber is my my acceptance rate right now with Uber is uh, I think it's like eleven something like that. Uh, congrats. <laughs> <laughs> I think you beat yeah. me. Mine's twenty seven percent right now. Yeah, it's 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 no, it's nine percent. I'm sorry, nine percent acceptance and eleven percent cancel cancellation. That's interesting. Nice. So yeah, yeah. You're still yeah. active? Holy crap! <laughs> I'm just... Yeah, yeah. Um, but then you, yeah, going on. Here's promo of the week, everybody. This is this is a funny little screenshot. So thirty oh, rides or thirty bucks for sixty trips. This is uh, somebody who speaks Spanish. So uh, yes, they got a promotion. If you give sixty trips. You'll make thirty dollars extra. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> trash, trash, is but, trash. This is not cash. Is trash. This is just trash. That's trash. Yep. <laughs> but here is uh, a really good promo uh, that we we know. Oh, so, yeah. Sergio, if you want to pick this one, yes, sir. So, um, uh, <laughs> my honorary chairman of the Show Me the Money Club, Gabe in San Francisco. Um, we showed his numbers last week where Lyft lost a couple hundred bucks on him. You took him to the cleaners and then Lyft did not quit. <laughs> so they sent him this another promo. Um, basically, he had to do, I don't know, uh, 120 rides, get an extra $550. So Gabe has a Tesla, San Francisco. He targets shorty after shorty. Last time he drove and took one of these on, um, his, he drove... 248 miles made 1100 bucks and did 81 trips five bucks a mile with a tesla he killed it and he sent me his screenshots which we put up last week lift lost in an, in all in all 200 bucks on him. so this week they sent him this one and he's just about to finish as you guys can see on the left screenshot it says 19 out of 24 he knocked those five out he got the 553 plus he got a 3418 streak all over the place I can tell you how much he made. He made close to 1700 bucks and only drove 400 miles. <laughs> wow. So he killed it. And Lyft, I don't know what, he must be the chosen end. They, they sent him a new one this week. 
It said $606 in bonus. I'm like, hey, Lyft, bro. Come on, bro. Share the love, man. They're buying his loyalty. They're buying They're his doing loyalty. whatever. They're, he's, you <laughs> what, know what? That, he's, it works for him, though, yeah. He's costing him so much or, money, though. <laughs> or, you know, here's the thing. I wonder. Maybe <laughs> he's got a Tesla. Maybe we should get Teslas. Harry, Harry, what do you think? No, you know what? There is a conspiracy, <laughs> by the way. There is a conspiracy going on out there, by the way, that there is uh, Uber just announced yesterday that there is 15,000 Teslas on the platform through the Hertz program. So mm. drivers are going for this thing, hook, line, and sinker. Um, and there is a conspiracy that all those Teslas are, the algorithms are set up to give Teslas all those good rides. Mm. It could be true, could be not true. I don't know. But um, that's the that's the word on the street. They're saying all those Teslas, you know, they're they're mm. killing it out there. Maybe it's time for me to go get a Tesla, Harry, and try this yeah, shit out Joe, for a week. Joe, Joe, another contributor on the channel, he's got a... Um, He's got a Uber Green vehicle. It's not a Tesla, but he's uh, he's been doing pretty good too when it yeah. comes down to it on his earnings. Well, so. I know uh, there's a driver. He has a channel. It's called the Driven Dad, and he had yeah, yeah. He, he rents a Tesla, and he he does well. I mean, he shared things with me, and and he does really, really, really good. And I know he does a Tesla as well. I think he's in Colorado. I can't remember what state he's in, but um, he does really good. So uh, I mean, there is a way to fix those algorithms to feed you good rides, bro. Let me tell you that. So, yeah, uh, but five hundred bucks a week for a Tesla is a lot. You have yeah. to yeah. make a lot. You have to drive a lot of hours to just pay for the car. I mean, it's that's somebody that's working a minimum of six days, probably every day, yeah. working yeah. eight to ten 50, hours a day. Hours, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and yeah. they're they're you know they could justify it by that, and then maybe they have a car they don't want to put mileage on. You know, so there's other factors there. So yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah. What so up, Jerry? Jerry? What up, Jerry? <laughs> Jerry, Jerry, Pedro sent you. Okay. <laughs> We got a lot of good. We got a lot of good people over there at, on on my channel, just like you guys uh, have here. So I love to see them coming and showing some so love. So should we should we finish with uh, one more um, mention of the? First of all, let's let's do it for Pedro. Pedro, give us a couple of minutes on your gig conference coming up. What yeah, it is yeah. about? What yeah. we're doing? And Harry, am I going? What's happening, Harry? Are you still here? <laughs> so Harry, we'll talk, and, and, I'm wearing the shirt, Harry. Look at the shirt, bro. And a, and a hat. <laughs> and a hat. I mean, I'm not disloyal to Uber, bro. Uh, I love I it. Mean, I love for it. For God's sakes, man. So <laughs> real, real quick, shout out to the Driven Dad. He's in here. He says he actually he rents his Tesla from uh, Uber, not from Uber, a local guy. So he might have a different. Okay. Uh, oh, but he, I know he does. I know he does really well. So shout out to the Driven Dad, Tony. Um, so gig conference. Tony, you uh, get a lot of tips i'm sure go ahead i'm sure yeah, probably i'm sure he does uh july 30th it's the first inaugural gig conference in st louis missouri free event for anybody that wants to come whether you're ride share food delivery doesn't matter even if you haven't started working the apps yet but you want to come and get some information and connect with people that have been doing this for a while come check it out free event uh brought to you by buckle solo para uh harry the ride share guy um it's uh we're gonna have live entertainment free food beverages um from this past sunday from two weeks till then so basically another 12 days if you make a rsvp right now uh, the way our website works is i'll be able to track that any new rsvp coming in that two week span uh we will cover your gas costs to get to the event and your hotel stay for one or two nights so that's a way we're going to do a sweepstakes uh in a couple of weeks i'll announce that winner um like i said it's a free event it's a way for us to connect that's never been done before this is the inaugural one and we plan on doing this every year, different city every year. Um, 
it's going to be a great event. Swag bags for every everybody that makes the RSVP that shows up is going to get free swag. Um, all kinds of like good swag, not bad swag, like good stuff. We're doing some massive giveaways. We'll be giving away gas cards, giving away some cash. I got T-shirt giveaways. Um, we'll have 100 shirts to give away that day. So just a really fun time. So you'll be able to get some free stuff, some free information, connect with fellow drivers. And uh, check it out. Just check out the website. Do some looking around. My, my buddy Sam did a great job of putting this site together. And uh, if you're interested, we will also, what I didn't say earlier, is the whole event will be live streamed. So if you can't make it in person, it will be on YouTube. So you could watch it that way as well. So Super. So what time Please. is it at? It's 2 p.m., right? It's that's what 2, I saw? Yeah, 2 p.m. 2 p.m. local? At 2 okay. p.m. local, so that's central time. It'll probably go till 8 or 8.30. And we have some great guests. Nugs, he's a huge DoorDash content creator. Hannibal, Slavic, Kayla. Steve from Rideshare Rodeo, Gary from Middleton Technologies, Dashing Grandpa, Gig Lebowski, gentleman named Yost Malone, Bud Soda, a lot of people that have channels will okay. be there as well. So. How many of these people actually drive or deliver like you and I? All of them. All of them. Really? Do yeah. they oh, really? I, oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. All these all these people are content creators. <laughs> they all drive. They work the gig apps. Some more okay. than others, but they're all cool. active. Yeah. Cool. And uh, last question. How far is this park from the airport? Great question. A uh, good thing about St. Louis, everything's real. Our traffic here is non-existent. Our 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 highways are great. So from the airport, uh, you're talking uh, 30 minute, 30 minutes 30 tops, minutes. maybe 25. Yeah. And then any good hotels around this park? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We have some. So about another 15 minutes from this park, if you go to a place in St. Louis called South County, that's more county. You could get some good hotels there or you could stay downtown. Uh, okay. Great, ho great hotels downtown. Downtown will be more money but a little nicer hotels, or you could just stay in the county or something. You could save a little money, but still have a nice hotel. Are you listening, Harry? Um, and um, maybe, you know, the Four Seasons. Harry, did you hear that? We Zoom. Yeah, Four Seasons. That's not happening. Yeah, yeah. We Zoom. We, we, we do have a Four Seasons. The Four Seasons is connected to the uh, casino downtown. It's a really nice hotel. Great restaurant down there, too. There's so, a there Motel 3 and a half that you'll get. Is that the budget we have? Motel 6? <laughs> motel 3. Motel, motel three. <laughs> well, you know what? We, we I got some motel ones in St. Louis, so if you, you could probably spend about fifty dollars if we wanted to really come. So yeah, fifty bucks a night. That's Harry. oh yeah, that's it's not happening. I ain't catching yeah. a disease there, Harry. That's just <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. All right, so um, yeah, this is awesome. I think it's going to be a great success, and I'm going to try to make it. If not, if not, I'm telling you, bro. It's I think it's an amazing, amazing idea. I wish you nothing but the best. Thank you very much. Mm -hmm. And and yeah, yeah, I if I wasn't yeah. going on vacation leaving that day, I would definitely be. We could there. have done so a live week. from there, bro. The same week. <laughs> oh, that would be awesome if you we guys could have done a live oh, stream man. from there, bro. That would have been crazy. Oh, that would have been great. Oh, okay. Cancel the vacation, man. Come on. Oh, <laughs> uh, this is no, this is something I'm looking forward to with the kids. So <laughs> yeah, you can't, can't cancel. I'm messing with you. I'm yeah. messing with you. Next kids, next year, absolutely make it like not that week because I go okay. every every week the same. Yeah, it's a different city. Different city, different, said, different, city different city. Yeah, I got maybe big plans. LA you know? next year, baby. Yeah. Maybe LA. Yeah. I mean, at the end, at the end of the day, the last thing I'll say about this conference is, it's you know, we're all you know, we're gig workers, right? Whether you're rideshare, food delivery, maybe you do shopping, you know, whatever, yeah, yeah, whatever, yeah. whatever it is, right? But at the end of the day, this conference will continue to grow. And I, my message on my channel is, I talk about betting on you, setting goals, and doing it one yeah. day at a time. And I think the gig apps are a fantastic way to do that. So it's also a way to bring people together that have that mindset. Or if you don't have it yet, you get a little motivation from people that do have it and have been living it. And you see it on YouTube or you see it on a podcast or an article you read that Sergio writes, you know, so it's about bringing people together. And then 
allowing them to leave this conference with a little motivation as well. So that's my hope for it in the future. Yeah. So yeah, perfect segue to our town hall meeting for July 12th and July 19th, July 12th, big cities, New York. We're looking for drivers from New York, DC, Atlanta, uh, Dallas, maybe we have some people in San Francisco and LA, you know, five, six drivers, please email me. The email is right on the bottom of the screenshot. Sergio at the rideshareguy.com. Um, that's what we're actually trying to do on a live stream, just like Pedro is doing. It's we want to do this every couple of months to get the flavor of the country, what's happening in big cities. And then on the 19th, we're going to repeat it for the small cities. Uh, I think I have that set up, but I need backups anyway. Please, please, if you have any interest, email me and you don't have to show your face. You can just participate and your voice will be on. Uh, but showing your face, Uber knows who you are. I don't think it matters. But um, if you're not comfortable being on camera, I understand. But I want to hear your voice. I want to hear your opinions about what's happening. And just like, again, Pedro said, a lot of people are negative in this. You know, if you read social media, 99.9%, even on our RSG YouTube uh, channel, comments, Twitter, Facebook, wherever you go. I mean, one out of 10 is positive. Maybe one out of 100 is positive. Everybody's negative. Why are you people doing it then? If it's so bad, do you guys yeah. have all Stockholm syndrome? What's wrong with you people? Don't do it then. But well, you're doing it. There's three million of us doing it. Yeah. There's a reason. Yeah, com yeah. Are uh, they uncomfortably comfortable? Yeah. I call. I call. I, yeah. I, I'm getting t-shirts printed. It's called for. This is for married people. It's miserably comfortable or comfortably <laughs> miserable. One or the other. Yep. Hey Sergio, if you <laughs> yeah, if but, you could if you if you want to send me that, I can share it on a post or something. Uh, I know I have a lot of people on my channel that do rideshare as well, so you might be able to. Um, yeah, uh, this one. Yeah, yeah I'll I, can, I can definitely. This. I can definitely share that. Yeah. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thank you. So that's right. that. Please email me. And last but not least, Chris is giving those, up another you, camera. Those who, <laughs> yeah, for those who stuck around, uh, when it came to the uh, next space dash cam giveaway winner, um, again, it's Andy N. So appreciate that. Uh, awesome work. You know, what a 29 uh, percent tip percentage. So congratulations. The email will be going out to you just after the show ends. Uh, if you haven't already emailed um, us 24 hours. Uh, when it comes to uh, response, yeah, 23 hours, <laughs> 23. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, with that being said, we have another next space dash camera to give away. This one is going to be a little. This one is going to be a little bit different. So this oh one. Oh my god! Seen, what is this? This is oh the next giveaway. This is the criteria oh, no. to win. Is so these the rules? Highest earnings per hour. Nice. Holy yes. shit. No, no, five so, hours is not enough, bro. Yeah. I'm telling well, you, minimum hours. five hours. Yeah, it will. Because no, if you're going to win this thing, I guarantee you that. <laughs> I drive 4th of July weekend. I'm taking this goddamn camera. I guarantee you. I, that. I think I might have to turn my app on that I, day. I don't know. Uh -huh. I might, Let's go, to, buddy. I might, I might challenge you for that. I'll Let's challenge go, you. We'll be, I'll be on this weekend and, uh, you know, you, we'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll, have a, we'll have our own little. Uh, oh, there's um, my. Hey, hold on, between hold on. Us. Hold on, guys. Hold on. <laughs> Mike, Mike, Moik, Moik is is complimenting me for not cursing today. Oh, no, thank you, cursed. sir. No, I, I, I curse, but very little, like very sparingly and very properly. <laughs> too. So, so, uh, and I curse when you were not watching. So, for you, that means I didn't. So, because there was this gentleman who was pissed that I was cursing, which I'm very passionate when it comes to this thing. Once in a while, you have to let it fly. You know what I it, mean? Well, you know, they say intelligent people curse. I, I, see, yep. I, Pedro, I I'm not Harry. I'm definitely going to the goddamn thing now. To the, to the conference. There you go. 
<laughs> we're all gonna get drunk that night like you know oh whatever. yeah we we yeah. could do that yeah oh yeah oh, no, i think the, i think you know maybe next year we should do nashville <laughs> i haven't been that's there not yet. a bad Ooh. man you know oh, what in nashville and nashville's, sure nashville's oh, not yes. too far for me i think it's maybe like five hours for me not eat, maybe oh, four and yes. a half that might not be a bad idea don't give me any ideas chris man oh, I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll run with the nashville Especially yes. some of the food, the music. Ooh. Oh, yeah, All right. Yeah. Let's, get, let's right. get to the rules Rules for this uh, one. <laughs> yeah. So let's get to the rules of this one. Um, yeah, it's going to be from Friday through Monday, so July 1st through the 4th. Um, so it's all weekend long. And it's a minimum, uh, uh, minimum of five hours on app. Uh, because, yes, you know, people who are just doing this part-time or, you know, whatever it is, if you need a dash camera, you need one. If you have people come in your car, you need a dash camera no matter no, what. Sh- no, um, no, sh- oh, I, no, no, yeah. <laughs> side note, Prime Day is also coming up uh, July 13th and 14th. There's usually good deals on cameras. Um, so that's one thing uh, I'm going to make a recommendation for. Uh, but yes, we're making it easier for people to be able to get uh, just in case they do need it. Uh, that is the biggest thing that we want to help somebody who really needs a dash camera. But that being said, uh, five hours minimum. You send your d- daily earning screenshots to Sergio. So it's going to be four screenshots. Emails right there. Um, only from those eligible days. Don't try and screw it around. Um, it's going to be the daily breakdowns. Uh, so four screenshots in one email, please. Um, just to keep track so it's a lot easier. So um, July 4th or 5th or whenever you're done with that, uh, that's when you can start emailing Sergio. Um, you can include include everything. So promotion, surge, quests, bonuses, tips, all in app. It needs to be in app. It can't be cash because uh, I could just pull out, you know, $200 and say, oh, oh look, I made. But wait, July 1st through 4th. So so, you know, the the uh, quest for yeah, Uber is like on Sunday, right? So 4th does not, 4th is not included because 4th no, the starts fourth... a new week. Yes, Uber's but it's calendar. still it's still July 4th. So these are the days that you can go out if you're Friday going out through Monday. Yep. So they're going to send me individual days. There's more spreadsheet work for me. Thank you. Christian. <laughs> it's just four screenshots. If you need help, send them my way too. Yeah, I will. Um, yeah. So, okay. And, and one question was, screenshot. how about this? Driven Dead uh, says, uh, can I do lift Lux and participate? Can he? I guess so. Yeah. Why not? You know, yeah, uh, go for it. Know. Essentially, what we want to do is see who's got the highest earnings per hour for the July 4th weekend. Or online hour. Going to be making, yes, and it's online hour that we're using. We're not using not active, active hours. hours. We're using online. Um, this is another, sure. this is a fun little <laughs> test because everybody who does get back to us and sends us your screenshots, we're going to know the hourly breakdown of what's going on so we'll be able to compare if the average is actually 39 dollars an hour mm. or something a lot less fourth of so, july better be better be 39 bro if you bring it that's not 39 on fourth of july don't even go i yeah. mean seriously so essentially what we're going to do is we need to see the daily earnings uh for each day and the total online time cool. uh, that's how we're going to do it. we're going to divide total earnings by uh by the uh, earnings by the online time to see who's got the highest per hour whoever's going to win you're not a member of the Show Me the Money Club, and you will win the next base dash camera. So good luck to everybody out there. And Sergio will have to uh, will have know. to show our numbers too as a little competition. What do you want to What do you want to bet on? We should make no, a little no, bet. Uh, bull, bull, hold on, Mike. Mike, see, see, he's forcing me to curse, Mike. Mike, huh. let me tell you something. <laughs> with your quadruple stack bonus structure, bro, when Uber <laughs> sends me, with when Uber sends me peanuts. 
I'm not doing it. Well, you know what? I don't know. Uh, we should better. Yeah, but it. you know, there's, hey, there's only 1.1 million in the greater Buffalo area in the Buffalo Niagara Falls uh, metropolitan bro, area. Bro, I there's know my man. Uber is paying you 10 bucks before you have a passenger in the car. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> like, what? Like, I mean, what, what world are we talking here? You know, I'll wait. Okay, I'll wait until tomorrow, and then I'll, I'll email you about if we're com competing or not. How about that? Okay, and then, kind of and then, uh, yeah. So, with that being said, uh, it the winner will be announced on our next live, which will be July twelfth, um, and that is also the same time of our town hall meeting, the first one with the large city um, people who are working, you know, these apps. So, in large markets. Uh, we are not going to be streaming next week only because uh, July 4th week weekend and I have a family event going on, so kind of got to do that. So. so let's let's thank Pedro. Pedro, thank you so much for yes, showing up. You. Uh, gentlemen, I appreciate You're coming on. Awesome, uh, bro. It was it was a great time and I uh, appreciate you guys allowing me to talk about the conference. I learned some things today, so it was a great time. So I, I love right. your we channel. Are, we'll have to have you uh, back on soon. Yeah, I think your, your channel is one of the ones I watch really just for the fact that you you're Call it the way you see it and keep up the good work, buddy. I, I appreciate that, Sergio. Thank you. All right. Yeah, thanks thank you. for coming hope, on. Hope to see you. Uh, Harry, yeah. Harry, we have to talk. We got to go to St. Louis, Harry. <laughs> do it, Harry. Do it. Do it, Harry. Show yeah, some. We'll, we'll, have to, uh, we'll have to have you back on afterwards to see how it went. Absolutely. Um, yes. You know, any, yeah. any extra Absolutely. tidbits, info, and stuff like that that we could pass along, help, help people who are driving, both rideshare, food delivery, you know, package, all the good stuff now. Um, even tasks and stuff like that, because those are you know kind of coming like TaskRabbit and a couple other ones. Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. Um, yeah, all I mean, it, it's expanding so much. So, yeah, it'll be it'll be pretty interesting. So awesome! And again, thank you very much for coming on. Thanks, guys. Thank and you. everybody, thank you for watching. Thank you for thank hanging you, out. You. Good luck on the dash camera. Uh, hit up Sergio if you want to be interested in taking part of our town hall meeting, and also. Um, I don't know. There was one last thing, but it's all good. Thanks for hanging out. That's oh, right. smash that like button. Yeah, Hit the like. Button. Yeah, smash the like. That's right. All, all right. right have, a good, have a good fourth, everyone. Take care now.